Hey, I'm Joel. And I'm Kyron. Can we swing from a web? You'll find out in this week's Dialogue Options podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing? Good, sir. Joel, um, I made a mistake last night. Yeah, look, we both did. I made a, ba- I made, I made a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stand by it. Yep. But I was not standing by it this morning when I woke up. <laughs> I'm still not standing by it. I, I like, I'm saying that as I'm like a mid-yawn. Um... See, yeah. it, I can. I bet it's hard, been harder, to, harder for you because you had the whole work thing. At least uh, I woke up and was like, "Why did I do that?" Yeah, and then sat down for a day. But yeah, yep. Um, to, basically, I pulled a, basically an all nighter last night yep. to finish Spider Man, mm-hmm. so we could break it down on the podcast this week. Yeah, at the time it was just like, "Ah, oh, this is the best. I'm oh, having yeah. the best time. This is a great choice." Woke up at eleven o'clock. Nah. Just can't do that anymore. Just nope. cannot do it. No, I woke up at like 12.30 and then I was like, ugh. And then I had a, a message from my boss going, hey, can you come in two hours early? And I was like, oh. And yeah, I think. Ask yourself, what would Peter Parker do? Oh, uh, probably try and have like an existential crisis about whether or not you should go and like stop a crime or go to work. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. But, um, yeah. But yeah, so that, that's how I am. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I'm that. But like, uh, my wife's been like really sick for like the last week with um this really bad cold. Oh no! And I've managed to like not have. I've always just had like, I've done like the 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 Bruce Banner Hulk thing where I'm like, that's my secret. I'm always just a little bit sick, or even like the My Hero Academia. I'm like five percent sick cowling. Um, like oh yeah, yeah. So like, I'm just sure. constantly sniffly, and it's fine. Like. But um, yeah, today it doesn't, it doesn't sound fine, but okay. No, nah, no, nah, it's fine. Like it's, it's manageable. Like you know, makes things manageable. <laughs> just, just always a little bit sick. Just a little bit. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, the combination of the late night with like a day at work today, I like my body is just like Joel. No, please, why you do this? Um, yeah, uh, I, I I've had that happen where you can you can feel yourself getting sick. And it just takes that one late night and the illness is like, this is our chance. We've got to go. We've got to go. It's like, go, 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 um, Yeah. So. Yeah. Like when they're getting ready for like a halo jump, just like getting out of a plane and yep. like the red, the light is green and they're just all jumping out. <laughs> the, like just, Flight of the Valkyries fucked. is playing you're in the fucked. background. Like, go, go. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's the story of how Joel got sick. Yeah, pretty much. So I apologize if I sound very like husky and. And croaky today, because not only that is like you know, my work involves bit working in a very like loud and noisy place, and I, um, running escape rooms, I have to do a lot of briefings, which means I sort of have to compete with that sometimes, and uh, a lot of talking. So I'm a little bit, uh, a little bit rough tonight. I'm sure you get some 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 pretty obnoxious people through there. 
Oh, oh God, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Tonight was no exception. Um, and just because <laughs> I was not in the mood to deal with it either, I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. Um, but anyway, uh, what else has been happening this week, Karen? Uh, look, not a, not a great deal. Uh, again, this has been mostly sort of playing through Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, started checking out BoJack Season 5. Oh, That's I'm... been... Yep. It's been, it's been, it's been, it's been, yeah, it's, and it's been very Bojack. I've, I've, I'm I, like five or six episodes in. I'm gonna watch some more tonight. I think. I'm, I'm in the same sort of position as you. I'm thinking it might be, it might be one episode ahead of you. Yep. Uh I love this show. Yep. And also hate it somewhat. <laughs> oh yeah, like it's, it's um. Oh yeah, it's it's full on. It's for a show. Uh, yeah, we've said this before. I'm fairly certain, but for a show that's about animated, um, like it's an animated show about like a world where there's like you know human animal hybrids and normal humans that coexist. Uh, it's one of the most real and like raw shows out there, and I uh, I fucking adore it. Um, like in, in all its flaws, the like. S- the second episode, I'm pretty sure it's the second. Oh, no, I'm wrong about it. It it was so good. I think you're the second episode. And I just was had an the, episode. The, the, the 10 Reasons Not To Go To go to Vietnam episode. Yes, yeah. yes. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. It's, yeah. um, that's oh, the second episode. Oh, God. Yep. And a really good example oh, of and... of how that show presents itself and, and different um, ways, that, like different styles of uh, storytelling it uses in different episodes, which is really cool. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Yep. Uh, and there's an episode that I really, I cannot wait for you to watch it, Joel. It because it, it it felt like at least for the last few seasons, there's always been an episode that's been really, well, not not necessarily weird, but in, an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. And there's one this season that I just watched that I just I want you to see it, and I think you'll know it when you see it. Okay. And you can message me about it. I don't want to spoil it. All right. And I was just, I just sat there absorbed the entire time. It yeah. was. It was it was a thing, holy shit! But uh, apart from that, yeah, just the usual boring adult things. That when I'm not watching a cool new TV show or playing a cool new video game. Yeah, yeah, no, no, fair enough. Um, Kyron, I went through a major life change this week. I feel like this is probably as good, oh, as, as, good as a place as any to bring this up. Um, yeah, major life change. Uh, I have finally after. My entire history with smartphones has been with Apple. I've cut the cord. I am no longer in the Apple ecosystem. I have. Sl- I'm so pr- I'm so proud of you, Joel. Yeah, a lot of people are. Um, it was just a, it was a combination of a lot of things. Um, I was like, obviously last week. Um, Apple announced their new iPhones, and I was like, well, I'm due to recontract because oh, my phones. Yeah, did they ever? <laughs> yeah, so my phone, like my phone, was always based around like when that Apple Keynote is. So my phone contract would always run out. It was a two year contract, so every two years it would run out around the same time when the new phones would launch, um, which is pretty handy. I was just yeah. like, yeah, cool, just trans- oh, yeah. transition into it. Super, um, super convenient. Yeah, I timed it really. I don't know how I did that. I think there was just I was. It's like four or five years ago, I think, where I just sort of like lucked into it, and uh, and I've been that way ever since. And um, but yeah, I've always had I've always had iPhones. My first ever smartphone was a three GS. Um, I was tossing up between that and the N ninety seven, the Nokia. Uh, I'm glad I went with the the iPhone, really, to be honest. Um, in the in the long run, like you know, hindsight and all that. Um, but yeah, I've been contemplating over the last probably twelve months about switching to Android and um. 
I knew a few people who had done it. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, and I have done it. I've got. I'm now the the proud owner of a new um, Samsung Galaxy S9 Plus. It's very pretty. It's sitting right next to me right now. I've just been adjusting to everything because, um, like, it's obviously it's it's very like same same but very different. Um, that was the biggest. There's nothing change. quite like getting getting a new phone. And you just sort of sometimes like when I got my when I updated my phone, I think late last year, like the first couple of days was just sort of me just holding it and looking at it and going, oh, you're nice. Yep. You're yep. nice and shiny. Yep. No, I haven't dropped you once yet. <laughs> yep. Yep. No. Well, that, that was a cool thing. Like, you know, just to sort of like gush a little bit about Samsung, I guess, for a, a moment. But, um, a couple of things. Uh, the transition process was made very, very easy by the fact that it came with like this little connector. Uh, it's called the smart swap, I think it's called. And basically you plug it into the bottom of your phone and depending on whatever device you want to transfer like your data from, whether it be an iPhone or another uh, another Android device or another Samsung device or a tablet or anything like that, you just plug it into the bottom and then it's got like a, a it's like a little like male female sort of thing. It's got a USB port. And so you plug in your cable and in my case it was like a lightning cable and then plugged the lightning cable into my iPhone. And then started up the, when I was started up, like setting up the phone, it was like, yeah, cool. Do you want to transfer stuff across? I'm like, yeah, cool. Plugged it all in, pressed the button and then let it sit for like an hour. Uh, and it did everything. I've got all my messages. I've got all my contacts. I've got all my photos. I've got apps. And I'm like, you know, it was even, it even was like, do you want to transfer the music across? There's not enough space on there. And I'm like, I have Spotify now. I don't need that. So the only thing I was using for like the, the music, the main music app on my iPhone 4 was uh, uh, the uh, Persona soundtrack, but I've got that on CD now. So I'm like, don't need it. It's fine. Cool. If I want it again, I'll just put it on my new phone. Like, it's fine. Um, and yeah, it was done. And then I had everything there. And then like, I've been tinkering around with it the last couple of days, like playing with new apps and stuff like that um, on the Persona bandwagon still. Uh, my instant messenger app for my like text messages is now like the Persona 5 phone. Uh, and I've got like a, an entire theme that's based around Persona 5. So my phone is like personified, basically, uh, at the moment. And uh, I love it. I love it. It's really good. So I've, I've downloaded a couple I'm of so, games I- on it. And I'm going to test them out probably over this week and maybe report back on how it looks and how it plays and how it feels. And But yeah, it's a nice big screen. Very, very pretty. I love, I love like my Xperia has a nice big screen and it just mm-hmm. makes me so happy every time I just look at it. Just nice. Yeah, yeah. And I'm excited for you, Joel. Because there was, there's a top, well, actually pretty recently, I'm pretty sure when you were up last, you... I'm not sure if it was the last time, but anyway, every time you're sort of around and your phone needs a charge, we're always we always disappoint. <laughs> but now, Joel, now because I like that has we'll just take the uh, USB C. I imagine it certainly right? does. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So that that switch charger that's plugged in constantly next to me on the couch. Yeah. All G. Yep. I'm all good now. Yep. Um. But yeah, also going in for a penny, in for a pound with it. I I. I, I May or may not have bought a new smartwatch last night. Um, and Jesus Christ. Well, look, hey, okay, so Catch of the Day had them, had the, the Samsung Gear Sport, which is the one that I've been looking at. Hey, you know. You, you don't need to justify to me. You don't need to justify to me. It's fine. It's fine. But, like, I'm justifying <laughs> to anyone else out there that, that may, that I may need to. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, it was, um, 
I, I one of the guys at work who actually was one of the guys that was sort of instrumental in me deciding to get uh, a, a Galaxy because I was looking, I was waiting for the prices to update, like the plan prices to come up on the website for Optus for the new iPhone, and then I was like, no, oh, maybe I'll just get the iPhone X, like the old X. And then I'm like, that's a hundred dollars. Oh. And then I started looking at the Android stuff, and I'm like, seventy nine, yeah. seventy nine bucks. I could get like probably, oh, I think nearly like four or five times the data that I was already getting. Um, at for the less moment, price. I think I'm on about, I'm I'm like seventy nine a month, and I get like, hey, where's my, oh, where'd my Optus app go? It's like thirty or something gig of data, yep. and it's way more than I need. Yeah. We'll see, like, but it's so good. I'm on, I remember how expensive my bills were with my iPhone. It yeah. was ridiculous. Well, like I'm on te- my plan. I'm on at the moment is ten gig, and I was looking at all my old because I was all, I'd always go over because I had two and a half gig, which was in this day and age yeah. just oh, fucking yeah. ridiculous. But it's nothing. Um, it's like a website. Yeah, basically. And so I was yeah, it was ridiculous. So I was always going over, and it's great. Optus are like, yeah, it's just we'll give you like an extra gig, and we'll only charge you ten dollars for it every time. It's just ten dollars straight flat fee. I'm like that's it, it. It adds up, but it does add up. So I was spending like thirty dollars extra a month on like an extra three gig. So I was using about five to six gig a month. I looked at all my my um, my previous bills and like looked at the, the breakdown of it, um, and it was always around the same amount. And I'm like, ten gig will be fine. Uh, I got a brand new phone that that came out in March this year, um, and it's like the plus size of it too. So it's not like because I, if I was going to get the XS, I was going to get the the small one, which is still the set, like screen size, it's still the same as my old iPhone, but like, you know, I've got a bigger one now. Um, it's thinner, so I've got tiny hands, so it's easier to hold. Um, but yeah, um, point is, yeah, Android now, Android, Android baby, and uh, my hopefully my new my new Samsung Gear watch will be arriving the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, two hundred and seventy-one dollars on uh, on on uh, catch of the day at the moment. If you're interested, they retail full price in stores for about four hundred and fifty. So that I've saved a bit of money there. Are, are you done with Are you done with your pitch? Yep, yep. It's also I'm still justifying it to myself. No, it's fine. Like I put it on. I put okay. it on like I've got it on like a ZPay payment payment plan, which I've got to pay it back by like October thirty first, and I've already paid fifty bucks off it. So like. If I keep paying 50 bucks a week, that's done, you know, like that's easily done. Um, and like, I'll probably, I'm, I'm next week, depending on how much I get paid, I might even like put another, I might just put a hundred dollars on it and just be like, fuck it. Let's just get it off. Um, but yeah, it's good times. But, uh, anyway, that's, that's me all caught up. I just thought I had to get that off. That's I had to that, announce to the world. That's been our, our, our newest segment, Tech Talk with Joel. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I do like my little gadgets and tech and things like that. So, you know, it's, it was always funny when people would like look at me and they, they'd realize I had an iPhone. They're like, what? Like you of all people have an iPhone? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I just always had an iPhone. Like I've always had one. Um, and I've never really looked back. So, but I thought maybe. Now Joel, you are. Yeah. You're outside of their walled garden now. Yeah. Like you're free. I'm in the, uh, I'm in the, I'm in the Google ecosystem now. That's, that's where I live. <laughs> Um, it's, it's it's almost like a battle royale out here, but it's fine. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I thought Samsung would be a good, like, entry level because it's, they're, like, Samsung and Apple are kind of, like, going head-to-head. So they're sort of similar yeah. in a way. I mean, the big thing for me is always just, like, I would love a Pixel, but I'm not going to Telstra. Yeah, no, that was the thing. Pixel was one of the ones I wanted. They were about to announce a new one, too, I think. Um, 
better it'll be for Telstra. So yeah, exactly. No, no time. Oh man, their plans were woof. They are expensive. Um, and plus, the other big thing I love about my Optus plan is my no data charges on Spotify. So oh, that's, that's beautiful. It. Oh yeah. No, so yeah, that's what I got with this one. They uh, they threw it in. They're like, oh yeah, cool. We'll throw this in for you as well. You get the sport pack as well. So you know, I was like, cool. Like cool. Yeah. Sport. You you watch lots of sport, Joel. I feel like I need to go back in because there's an entertainment one that includes like Netflix and Stan and I think I have the, I think I've got the Netflix one. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's like I think it's like. 10 bucks or something a month extra. And I'm like, but I was thinking about going in and just being like, Hey, so the sport one's 15 bucks. I'm not going to use it. Could you like hook me up with the entertainment pack? And then like, that's, that'll be, that'll be next level. I'll just be like, cool. My internet at home shit, which is also your Optus, which is kind of funny and ironic, but you know, Oh my, 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 I'm trying to watch Bojack Horseman. All right. I'll just go to bed and watch it on my phone. Fuck it. On my, my sexy new looking, S9 Plus. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, tech talk out of the way. Uh, we might have more updates in the coming weeks about my adventures in the Android ecosystem. You, you might. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I have no part in this. You'll just be like, I know. And I'm like, oh, can you, you can do this. You're like, yeah, yeah, dude, like, come on. And I'm like... Yeah, yeah, okay, welcome to Android, seriously. <laughs> That's what everyone's been saying. I put up a post about it on Facebook uh, just saying, like, you know, that basically I've switched... It was one of my most successful, like successful posts that I've had in the last couple of months. It's just like I had like people that I haven't spoken to, literally in years, like years and years, liking that post, just being like, "Yeah, good work, dude," and like commenting on it, like, going, "I'm so proud of you." It was like this like support group, and it was like, "You've done well, well done, congratulations, you're so it, brave." It, it's funny because there is a, definitely a certain part of the Android audience is just like. But it's always going to be like, what took you so long? Yeah. Because it's just like, but seriously, welcome to Android. It's it's great over here. Yeah. It's I, fun. I now have no more Apple products in my life that I use on a daily basis. So um, enjoy your newfound freedom. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little scary in the Wild West, but now let allow allow Google to fully embrace you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I for one, except our new you. Google overlords. So um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think it's uh yeah, we've we've carried on long enough. I think it's time we have that we checked in with the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Uh if you're new to our show, um well first of all I apologize for talking about Android for a good 15 minutes then. Um, what, what are you talking about? Tech Talk has always been a, as a long-running segment mm, on our yeah, podcast. Especially if you've never listened to us before, it's definitely a thing. That That is a thing that happens every week. So look forward to that. Also, please don't go away. Please stay. We, we, we appreciate you listening. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so it is our uh, What We've Been Playing segment of the week. Uh, where We sort of catch up and sort of go over what we've been playing. This week, we're just going to dive straight into it because... We've both been playing the same thing, and that's pretty much it, to be honest, isn't it? I, I, I'll, I mean, and we've we have we've both completed it. We have both completed it. So, uh, for starters, we are going to be talking uh, full spoilers, in depth conversations about uh, Insomniac's Marvel's Spider Man. It's a mouthful. Um, is before we go full spoilers, is there anything you want to say? And not spoilery about because I mean the spo- the spoiler stuff will be obviously full story stuff. Yep. Is there anything you want to get 
out of a way that won't come under that banner so that people can at least hear something or do you want to just I mean look wrap uh, it all together we did speak pretty late in depth last week about like just like mechanics and gameplay and I think um, there are a lot of people out there I, I could definitely see that some people might pick this up and see the repetitive nature of the like some of the side stuff as well especially or even the combat but I mean if you like Batman combat like it's, it's more of the same and with a little bit more of a combo flavor in there as well and a little, a little bit more of an emphasis on like rewarding you for doing like using more combos rather than just having like a counter like a, a combo counter and you're going oh good job you did a 50 hit combo like it's still there but I think there's more under the surface of this the, the combat system in in this one I mean I think a big part of it as you said that the there is certainly some repetitive activities in mm-hmm. the game but a huge piece of it will just come down like when you pick this game up and you start playing it depending on how much you love the movement in this game will depend on how, whether this game is a game that you'll enjoy. Oh, absolutely. I think, because yeah. and the movement was so good, but I didn't care that I was beating up the same bad guys over and over and over again. Yeah. Cause getting from point A to point B was an amazing journey every time. And when I got into combat and it was really fun and engaging and unlike Batman, I actually felt like I was agile and had options mm-hmm. And it just was great, and oh, yeah, love this game. It rewarded you a lot for experimenting with different gadgets and different, like, you know, comboing people into the air and then slamming them to the ground and trying to throw them, and then even, like, the bonus objectives and some of the, the crimes that you, like, stop on the street, um, like, would, like, like, literally reward you for doing that. So it might be, like, you know, perform five uh like sling five enemies like uh like throw five enemies at another enemy so you can like web people up and then like hold triangle and swing them around you and throw them at other people um if you did that five times you got like an extra token that you could use to upgrade you know a suit or 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 some gadgets or anything like that um so yeah i think that's i I just i it's it, it can be seen as repetitive absolutely yes i do agree but the, the the repetitive gameplay loop is so much fun that I didn't care. I honestly didn't care. And then added on top of that... Here's what I'll say about it. Yep. Uh, one of the more enjoyable Platinums I've picked up right. in my time. Yeah. It was very fun. I still haven't done it only, yet. I've... Only like a little bit of frustration. Yep. But for the most part, just a really good experience. I'm not looking forward to it because there's one trophy that I need to get that I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to get down to brass tacks with. Unfortunately, Joel, have you have you have you been spending your challenge tokens willy nilly? Yep, yep. Oh, didn't realize. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I had that mistake as well. I purposely didn't look at the trophy list because I'm like, I don't want to look at it. even though there are Me hidden neither. trophies. I'm Me like, neither. I don't want to look. But I'm like, surely there's one for upgrading all the gadgets. It's pretty easy to do. Nope, yeah. there is not. Um, yeah. I've literally got three trophies left to get. I uh, two or three trophies, I think. And that was after one playthrough yeah. of like just playing the game and wanting to explore. And oh yeah, like none of it's missable. There's no missables mm-hmm. in this game. And yep. That's one of the biggest things I ask of a trophy list. Don't honestly don't make me play your game a second time. Even if I love it, like I just don't want to do that. Unless don't. unless there's a chapter select. 
Well, yeah, that's fair. If there's chapter a, select helps. Yeah. But even even then... Because, like, like, the Uncharted series is good for that, where it's, like, there are specific things that you need to do in certain in certain levels, but it's chapter select. You're like, all right, it's cool. Well, instead of playing, like, you know, eight hours to get to that point, I can play 20 minutes and just, like, I'm there. I'm at that point. I've got the trophy. I'm all good. I can move on to the next thing. Um, But, yeah, I think... Uh, if you own a PS4, I, and like, you like either action plat like action uh combat games, action adventure games, or if you like Marvel superheroes, Spider Man, uh, Spider Man, <laughs> yeah, well, superheroes in general. Like, if you like the Batman games, even like, you you need to get this game. It's fucking excellent. <laughs> like, um, for a, a a whole vast array of other reasons, um, that we'll get to very shortly. In our uh, in our spoiler filled segment, um, but yeah, the base at base level, it's just it's a very 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 fun, very enjoyable game. Um, that's just the right amount. Of, I think I feel like it's just the right amount of challenging. Like it didn't it didn't break me at all. Like it was refreshing to have this game that was just fun to play and like blaze through and and really enjoy. Check back when you've done some more of those challenge tokens, Joel. Look, Check back. look, look. I've done a few of them, and yeah, they're, okay. they suck. <laughs> this, this isn't a spoiler. Mm-hmm. This is just a problem I had with with the challenge stuff. Uh, here's a big no-no if you're making a game with... So basically, have a challenge tokens worker that, that, that's, that gives, you, gives you a task, and you can get bronze, silver, gold. Mm-hmm. Pretty standard stuff. A lot of games have it. Here's the thing. So say I start doing one of these challenges and I slip up or mm-hmm. maybe I miss one of my web slings. Give me a quick restart yep. option. This game doesn't have that. It's probably, if I had to like nitpick a big fault that I found by the end as I was going for like 100%, that was a big one because it, there would be times when I'm like, just let me restart the challenge now. Yep. Don't make me waste a minute of my life just waiting for it to finish. Like, please. But that's just nitpicking right yeah, there. Like I- the rest of it was just immaculate. 100% agree. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, because I had a couple of the um, um, the fucking drone ones are the worst. Yes, especially those are the ones where you would miss a jump, and you're like, "Well, I I honestly can't do this." Yep. But I I can't just quick restart. I have to either abandon the mission by pausing or wait for it to time out, and it's just yeah, annoying. no, it was uh not good, not not great. Um, but yeah, a very minor part of the game, and also a very optional part yeah, yeah. of the game. So. Um, yes, if if you just want to cruise through a story, you won't even have to worry about those things. Yeah, well, although they are fun, and there's a neat thing tied to them. Yeah, there is. Um, yeah, there let's really let's go to spoilers, is. John. Yeah, let's go to spoilers. <laughs> All right, so this is it. We're, we're we're launching straight into spoilers now. This is your final warning. Um, if you don't want anything ruined about uh, Insomniac Marvel Spider Man, um, uh, whether it be story or you know characters anything like that that you feel like might be a spoiler tune out now there will be time codes so you can definitely look in the show notes and um skip ahead uh if you need to but for everyone else let's get stuck in to some juicy juicy spoilers um okay where do you want to start i mean if we go on spoiler we start story right we have to start story yeah well like where do you want to start with the, the story I there's so many things I want to talk about. Like <laughs> I, I I know, and I I'm trying to think of a best way to, to 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 have like a structured discussion. Yeah, I think it's one of my favorite things about this game, and it was a part of it. 
I mean, I'd hoped Insomniac would get right, and it's not like I didn't think they wouldn't nail it, but the characters in this game, uh, a lot of them are probably my favorite versions of said characters I, now. I 100% right? agree, yeah. Um, which is tough going up against with like a Peter Parker Spider-Man when you've got Tom Holland, who is just fucking excellent. Um, yeah, and, and I think... Again, it's it's going to come down to what you like, and as I do, I love I love Tom Holland as Spider Man, but stepping into the shoes of this this particular Peter Parker, who has been Spider Man for eight years, a relatively mm. long amount of time, yeah. and has done the tango with multiple villains already, yep, is is pretty cool. Like, so you get this confidence, Peter Parker, this confident Spider Man. Yep, he's a hero. He's he is actually a hero. He just, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's a good place to start, I think. Like, I, I think you're right. Like, with the, not just the characters, but in terms of, like, the where the story's set. It's set in 2018, um, and it's Spider-Man's been, uh, Peter Parker's been Spider-Man for eight years. He's 23. And, like, it's worth noting, mm-hmm. that, 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 this, is, this isn't really touched on or important, but if you want to get another idea of how, how established the world is and... And like timeline wise and all that, uh, this particular super, superhero con- continuity has the Avengers Tower there. It yes. is there. Yes. Uh, the Avengers are away on the West Coast, mm-hmm. according to Spider Man. Yep. But it is there. Uh, you've got like the the Wakandan Embassy is tucked away yep. in there with its brilliant purple light if you catch it at nighttime, which I highly recommend. Sanctorium and Sanctum or whatever it is. Little... Like the yep. the um, yep. Doctor, Doctor Strange's place, yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. So like. It's cool to step into this New York where this is just a thing. It's like, cool. Yeah. They're heroes. And and for Spider-Man to be as confident as he is, and it, with, with the elements that come in much later as well, mm-hmm. it's just really, really cool. I really like it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just, yeah. And it's, it's, it's that whole argument that a lot of people have with like superhero reboots and things like that, where it's like, we know the backstory. We know the origins. We know how this person got there. And I it's it's I, I guess it's sort of unfair to compare the Tom Holland Spider-Man with this game Spider-Man cuz they're two different Spider-Man like well, in well, different time. Well, Joel, if you, if you want to be if you want to be cheeky, if you want to be a little bit cheeky, mm. we do get an origin story in this game. Well, for, not not for Peter Parker though, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, true. Okay. Um and and that's and the thing the thing was even though you knew it was coming, it was cool, and I liked it. it oh, you know what, Joel? I wasn't even talking about that origin story, but also that... Or- Can we talk about my favorite... Well, my- <laughs> I don't know where to start. Okay, Joel. Okay, Joel. Here's the thing. Here, it, my- Three of my favorite relationships in this game. Yep. They all involve Peter Parker, yep. obviously. Uh, Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson. Of course. I think they just get that couple right. Yep. A couple of the sequences they have but the, with the two of them, like at the diner is really good. Yes. And the apartment when he goes to leave and he's he change, he gets changed in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. And she's just like, do you just leave your clothes on the kitchen floor? He's like, yeah. Also, also. And he's got a- <laughs> Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker, apparently awful at making dumplings. Like it's like legend that yes. his dumpling apparently making so. skills are fucking garbage because everyone knows about it and they keep bringing it up keep going back to the dumplings well and i'm just like all right we get it he's bad at making dump he fucked up once all right let's let's move on 
And it keeps on giving. That well keeps on. Yeah, giving. it does. But um, I, th- I think I think they strike a really good balance with with those two as a pair. Mm-hmm. There's a particular scene after a, a mission with with Peter messaging Mary Jane. Yes, and we've all been there. Mm-hmm. We've all been in that scene. Yep, yep. <laughs> not not in the exact situation, but like obviously because we're not all Spider Man. Yep. That I'm aware of, <laughs> but. Just the the text that they exchanged in that sequence, I was like, I've definitely had this exchange yeah. before. Like, where, where I've sent something and it's gone. Wait, that's <sighs> uh, yeah. Like, what? Whatever. It's done. Uh, oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, wait. No, no, yeah. that's not. Oh, god. No. <laughs> yeah. And just seeing him yeah, swing through through the city while he's like still messaging her, and like the the text popping yeah. up on the screen. Like, I I love and it, I. It it's really cool. it, it's pretty overused an overused trope now, but like I love when they do that in movies or any sort of media where like the text messages will pop up on the screen. I'm like I I like that. It's fun. It's neat. Um, and especially in this game, because see, yeah, I kind of prefer like because I mean if you if the important stuff is in the text message, I definitely prefer that to just showing a close up of the screen. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so much. It's so much more pretty. You can stylize it a lot more and and really. Make sure the audience is picking up on everything that's being said. Yeah, um, but yeah, because like by, by doing it this way, we get to see Spider-Man's reactions. Absolutely, and Peter Parker's reactions. Yeah, and it, it helps. Yeah, he just his clear his awkward frustration over what is he's trying to salvage this situation in a matter of text, and he's just like, I can't get this. Yep, that, <laughs> yep. it's great. Um, but uh, you're you're right though. I think like the Mary Jane thing, and this carries on to the other two um relationships that you're you're going to bring up as well. But like. I think I like that you you basically have picked them. I think yeah, I I know exactly who they are. Um, oh, actually, there's one that could be go either way, but um, yeah, I like that they've flipped the script a little bit on what you know about Spider Man. So you're not you're going into it. There is some familiarity with the characters, and there is some sort of like comfort. Yes, it's a good point, actually. But they also like uh, like Peter doesn't work at the Daily Bugle. He, I don't think, I think oh. he used to, maybe he interned there. I can't remember the full story of it, but, but Mary Jane does. Uh, he definitely, he, he worked there. Cause he's again, one of the backpack items mm-hmm. you pick up is the card. Which also has a, it's, and it's like wishing him well. A neat little, uh, uh, Eddie Brock, uh, nod in there as well, which is good to know. Um, and you know what, Joel, at first I was like, huh, that's weird. But after finishing the game, maybe, maybe it's not so weird. But maybe it is weird we'll because, maybe part. it is weird because it might not be. Anyway, that's a whole thing. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that. But yeah, but like, you know, Mary Jane works at the Daily Bugle and the fact, Heck yeah. the fact and- that, um, <sighs> you know, like, uh, Aunt May is like this, like, busy as a bee working, like, um, aunt that, like, works at this like homeless shelter and like works her butt off but loves it like she just that it's her life that's what she loves she loves to give and she loves to help and that's that's what's so good about her character um uh worth mentioning that uh sadly the one continuity the one thing that will always exist is uh rip uncle ben oh yeah 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 um but also we'll touch on that again later because that's they don't fucking stop there do they uh, this is relevant to you, by the way, Joel. Okay. Um, Jason Jason Schreier tweeted out a couple of days ago. I love MJ in the new Spider Man game because she's quite literally a press sneak fuck. Because <laughs> she is. She is. A lot of her stuff is like undercover, like press stuff, and it's it's really interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I I do like I do like her. Um, is it just me or does she look a little bit like Ellie from The Last of Us? Like. 
I'm gonna. Um, it's all I'm gonna see now. Yep. You've, you've sort of had that. This is that. This glass. The glass shattering moment. moment. Yeah. No. I literally the first time she popped up, I'm like, oh, cool. She looks like Ellie. And then that's all I could see. Um. Also, Laura Bailey just doing delivering another amazing uh, performance there. Um. As MJ, yes. which is really great, and Yuri Lowenthal as Spider Man. The entire just oh, perfect Spider Man. Um, like. Yeah, I mean, even even like the minor roles, like since we're talking Laura Bailey, like Travis Willingham as as William Fisk was a nice yes, touch. Yes, I'm I am a hundred percent certain I heard Troy Baker as like a random person a few times. You probably did. He was yeah. probably in the recording studio doing something for The Last of Us. Yeah, and got him in there. He was like, I wouldn't be surprised. He, I'm pretty sure one of the people I saved from like a, a street crime. He was like, "Hey, thanks for that," and I was like, "That's Troy Baker. That's a hundred And it happened. He had. I heard the same voice line like maybe like ten hours later, and I was like, "That's that's got to be him. It's got to be him." I, did, I haven't looked it up yet, but I probably should look it up and see. Um, you know, it's always you've uh, got to you've got to have the, the either one of the one of the the dynamic duo in in your game these days. So. The other, the other big relationship that I that I was into, and it, well, well, I'm I'm so happy with how they nailed the Peter and MJ stuff. Mm-hmm. The biggest surprise was how they handled uh, Peter and Otto Octavius. Yes, yes, um, really interesting because if you're going to put someone like Otto Octavius in in your game or your story, your Spider-Man story. Even if you're like a super casual Spider-Man fan, like you know, you know, you're like Otto Octavia. Oh, cool, Doc Ock. Like you, you that's just it. Know. It's yeah, Doc Ock. When's this gonna Everyone happen? Everyone knows Doc Ock. Not if, but when. Like you know, um, and it, they're, they're very cheeky with it, which is I really like. Like the fact that the first time you see him, that you meet uh, Otto, he's got he's got the octopus arms on. He's he's trialing them out, and it like shorts out, and he gets electrified by it, and things like that. Like. That that already there's like yeah. you know where this is going. Let's let's settle. The in. game is playful with a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I, I respected it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I I love the way it developed Peter and Otto as characters and just mm-hmm. sort of Peter spending all this time helping out Otto in the lab was a, it was a great way to side to show um Peter's obviously his scientist his smart side mm-hmm. which is very cool. And he would sort of be working on problems for, for Otto, helping him get this like neurological tech down for his sweet mechanical, his like extra limbs. He was developing for people who, you know, needed the limbs. Yep. But also he has his own motivations due to a, a neurological issue that he is suffering from that will not affect his brain, more so just his muscles. Uh-huh. So that, and that comes really late, but you are you are sort of waiting, like, okay, what's going to push him to become Doc Ock? Because I know it's, again, you know it's coming. I had that moment and... early on doing those, like, because those are, like, little, um, like, puzzle game, like, mini games that you do to to help out with these, like, experiments and stuff. And I had that moment early on where yeah. I was just like, where, Peter's helping him build his Doc Ock yep. out, like, he's, and... he's, he's, uh, his outfit, basically, his so, so superpower. That's the thing. That That's the other part I want to bring up. I love that, yeah, that Peter essentially helps make Doc yeah, Ock. it's fucking As, as you excellent. go through and you, you, like, you calibrate stuff and you're going through, like, the gene splicer and going, oh, yeah, this this will work really well. Mm-hmm. You As as you went on, you're like, oh, I'm making... And different... I'm making this villain. Yeah, like, different materials that are going to be, like, much more, like, durable or, like, going to be easier to adapt yeah. to and are going to, like, you know, 
react better with like the the, the like the human neurosystem and like it it's it's so good it's so telegraphed but it, it's in a way that it is because you can't you can't go into a game like this and be like Otto Octavius is in it and be like no we're gonna like you know we're gonna be super mysterious about him like I like the fact that he's there he's always there he's calling Peter Peter has worked with him for like however many years since he got out of college he's like he works with him um and it's just like you know where this is going so just buckle in and yeah. enjoy the like it's not about the destination it's about the journey basically uh and how we get there and uh i and the journey's good it. because like when it happens like when he when he turns like you it's a it, you feel pretty bad because mm-hmm. he is a he is a good person and it just he gets consumed by his his need for revenge yeah against norman osborn that and that and the fact that like you know this, the, the, this, the neuro uh the um the, the yeah. nano what? tech thing that's like plugged in the back of his head's definitely fucking with him as well oh yeah but that i mean that can't that also just feeds into his his lust for revenge exactly really. yeah doesn't help uh and some of those sequences at the end of that game that was so the good. final boss fight like with with otto is so cool like I love, I like you have a similar one with um with Mister Negative as well in the train the train car the subway car, but just the fact that they're on literally on the side of a building on the side of Oscorp, just punching each other out because like Peter doesn't have his web slings anymore because um Otto's like disabled them, and it's just them just duking it out and it's so yeah the music is like so good and. They've built the characters so well that you actually are super invested by the time you get to that point, and it's just and the performances are excellent. It's yeah, I was gonna say hats off. Like as much I love the, I loved all the voice actors, but hats off for those two in particular. Mm-hmm. Some of those sequences at the end when Doc Ock is defeated, yep. Like especially Yuri Lowenthal's Peter Parker, just oh, I love Yuri Lowenthal. His heart, his heart is broken. Yep. For what he's had to do and what he's had to witness, yep. and for what he helped create, and the the stuff that happens after. Oh god, yep. This game. I mean, we're in full spoilers, so we can just like the end of this game is just like s- stop hurting. Me. Yeah, yeah. It I don't want to. It's hard. I don't want to feel this anymore. I must admit, I I welled up uh, in a particular oh, scene yeah. in particular that I I absolutely definitely did. definitely got me, and it was just because. Again, the performance was fucking phenomenal, and also, it's yeah. it's so it's built so well, and it is again it's telegraphed. But that's what I love about it. It's so comic booky, cheesy, but it just works. And I, I I was in for it. If you're if you're, you know, I mean, if you're listening to the spoilers part, you've probably either played it or you don't really care. But like, if you were considering it and you were like, oh, I don't know, and you're not a big fan of like cheesy comic book <laughs> stuff. It's probably not going to appeal to you, but like, I love that shit. That's why I go and see every fucking Marvel movie day one. That's why I'm there. I mean, like, I I saw a tweet that was basically saying this game isn't so much about being like being a hero, about being good. It's about trying to be good, mm-hmm. and you really get that in like that last cutscene yep. with Peter. Yep, and it's just it is the worst yep. to watch. Yep, but. So good. Um, what was so much more? 
moving than I expected yeah. it, it to be. Yeah, I expected because I was, I was, I was waiting for it again. I was like, it's going to happen. How is it going to yeah, happen? When's it going to happen? I... Is he going to save her at the last moment? Um, exactly, and that's it. That's the key point there. Like, is he going to? Just... I mean, like again, full spoilers. In, we're in the spoiler section. Like, we're talking about Aunt May. Like, it they they kill her off, yeah. and it's it's just and okay since we're, since we're going there like so he's so the entire fight of doc ock on the side of that building on the rooftop the desperation coming through is his like doc ock has has the cure for death's breath which is like a, 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 a epidemic that's been unleashed by doc ock himself yep. it's basically caused the city to be quarantined and of course aunt may is infected because she's just been helping people at like the homeless shelter yep. at feast so it just makes sense that she would have, like, obviously I think most people were towards the end. I remember a, a pretty harrowing phone call from Yuri at one point. Yeah. But oh my God. She, yes. Yeah. But she also, obviously Aunt May catches it. And so Peter gets, he gets the vial and he gets back to Aunt May. And the, the guy who's like, cool, we can synthesize a cure with this to help everyone. And Peter's like, what if I use it on her now? It's like, well, then no one he, gets a cure. He doesn't even say on just, her. He just says, what if I say, what, what if we use it yeah, for one person? One person. And like, you, like, no one else gets it. Then. The doctor as well has that, that moment where he's like, when, when Peter asks him, how long will it take to make the anti-serum? And he's like, probably a few hours, maybe a day. Like, um, yeah. yeah, it's. And like, uh, what, watching him wrestle with like, the choice to, to to let go of Aunt May was, oh. and I watched I watched some of um the, oh. uh, Carl Bosman and um, uh, Brennan Jones their spoiler, the spoiler mode spoiler cast about this game. Oh, I can I can watch that. Yeah, now. I've got two. I want to watch that one. And I want to watch the um the kind of funny one. Um, but yeah, the, I was watching that and they were talking about um how. Uh, like Jones was convinced he was like uh, for a, a moment there he's like I thought he was going to do it I thought he was going to give the Me anti-serum to, to I thought so too because he gets so close and I was like oh my god this is insane and then he has that moment of like and it's like the, the classic Peter Parker like storyline where it's you know with great power comes great responsibility and he had so much power not to do with his superpowers but like that the power of that anti-serum in his hand but would that be the responsible thing to do when there is essentially, like you said, an epidemic going on with this devil's breath? Um, Especially when, when Aunt May reveals that she knew that he was spying. That was along. the thing. That was the, the clincher where she just goes, oh. take off the mask. I want to see my nephew. And I was like, oh, oh, oh God, God, I'm done. It's ha- It's happening. Mm. It's going to happen. Just, Here they come. Just so oh, beautiful. Geez. And she, he's like, you, you knew. And she's like, I've known for a little while. And it's just this such a lovely moment in such a heartbreaking point of the game. Um, oh, this fucking like the, like oh. like no joke. That end cutscene, I will, I think, will be a, it'll be a heavy. It'll weigh heavily on my goatee choices at the end of the year. Like it was that good. Yeah, I was that drawn in by this game story. But when I got to that last cutscene, mm-hmm. it was just it was the worst to play to watch through it. Yep. I um, see. I wasn't sure when I started but... playing this game. I wasn't sure about like th- whether the narrative was strong enough to maybe stand up, like, uh, and only just. It wasn't like a, a vast difference, but like to stand up against something like God of War. But having finished it now, I was the same. Um, yes, it. I feel like it does. Um, it. 
in its own way, especially. Yeah. They're two very, very different narratives, but they're told very, very well. And I think that's probably the the, the key takeaway. Um, And if I had to pick another relationship to really hone in on, it would be, it's one that sort of happens, not really late, but it comes, it comes in late. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is uh, Peter and Miles. Yes, absolutely. Um, I like, yeah, because I, I wasn't sure what you were going to say about Aunt May, but we've covered her now as well. Because um, yeah, Aunt May was another one that was sort of circling. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many. Yeah, that were just good. Yeah, because like even in a way, like Jay Jonason, like yeah, Jameson was just like perfect. The fact that he is like a fucking he he doesn't work at the bugle anymore but he has a podcast and he's essentially like Alex Jones of the Spider-Man universe and it's just yeah and just it fits yeah it does You're like yeah that's exactly where that character would go exactly. JJ would go there next yep. and i just i just hated listening to him like i liked i loved it like you know i loved to hate him basically it was just every time he'd open his mouth i'm just like oh and it it cut even deeper because like there are people out there like you're like your yeah, Alex Joneses and things that they exist and they spout horrible, hateful things from their mouth. And yes. even this is about, you know, Spider-Man, but I'm like, oh, hey, that's me. I'm playing, I'm, I'm Peter Parker in this game. You're, you're being a real dick. Yeah. Um, uh, but I did love it. Like he would get all those callers and they'd always be like, yeah, but Spider-Man saved me. Yep. He's like, nah, you're wrong. Hang up. Um, yeah, we're done. I didn't, I didn't yeah. get this one, but apparently there's, there's one caller that can call up. There's one like, uh, Jonah Jameson um, episode where if you miss like uh, a crime and you don't save someone in the, in that crime, if it's like a hostage one, um, someone calls up and they're like, "Yeah, Spider Man just swung by." I heard that, uh, listening to the Easy Allies talk about it. They're like, <laughs> "Yeah, Spider Man just slung- I totally I agree with you. He just he didn't do anything. He just didn't stop. He just kept going." And I was like, "Oh my god, holy shit!" Like. The attention to detail is just Jesus, so fucking great. Um, it is, but to to, to circle back around yes. to bringing up Miles and Peter. Yep. Uh, when they introduced Jefferson Davis, the policeman, yeah. on that one mission, mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, here we go." I mean, we'd already seen Miles in the trailer, so it was really a matter of like, "Okay, where is he going to pop up? What are the circumstances going to be?" And of course, it was just like, "What if it was another gut punch?" Yep. How about that? Yep. It's like, all right, here we go. Probably the first major uh, one in the game, I would say. Like, it's the yes, it's where things yes, kick absolutely. off, basically. Um, it really is. That's when the game sort of because up until then, it's sort of like, "Oh yeah, I'm Spider Man yep. fighting baddies." There's a there's something bad, like there's some groundswell for some bad mm-hmm. stuff, but I'm just fighting baddies. Yeah, we'll, we'll get through it. And then there's that big sequence at the at the ceremony for Jefferson's medal. Mm-hmm. With the uh, with the demons and all that, and oh, all shit break, all, the, all hell breaks loose, and shit, it's fan, and everything goes wrong, and um, did, Jefferson sacrifices himself, yep. and it's it's sad, it's super and sad. Of course, did did you have that moment there where um where obviously that all happens, and Peter's in the crowd with Mary Jane, and Peter gets yes. knocked out. And there's this, it's so well done where it just sort of pans slowly, like it, it like pulls back away from Peter and Mary Jane's over his body just going, Peter, wake up, wake up, Peter, come back to me, please wake up. You need to wake up. And it sort of just pulls yep. out and then pans away over to Miles. And I'm like, are they killing Peter Parker right now? Is this, are we playing the rest of the game as Miles? Is this, is this a thing? Because if they did, holy fuck, that would have been ballsy. 
Um, it would have been. Uh, it would, it would, I, and I, I don't like. I don't know how I feel. How I would have felt about that. I'm. I'm kind of glad they didn't do it, but that's because I played through the rest of the game. Um, exactly, and like what we know about Miles at that point now as well, it wouldn't really have worked. Yeah, but I think I. Th- it was like there was enough there to make me go, "Hang on a second, what's happening yeah. here?" I think in I potentially think because clearly this game's going to get sequels, plural. Um, oh, absolutely, because it sold so well, and um, obviously Marvel are bankrolling it as well, pretty much. So, uh, and they're just like I, I would. It's going to the next one's going to be insane, um, but. I I would could imagine in the future maybe having like the end of the trilogy having a moment like that if they do like a, a trilogy of games where it's like halfway through. So exactly after I fi- after I finished last night, I did some. I was like, yeah, I'm really curious. I can't go to sleep immediately. I've got to I've got to know more. I've got to. So, I mean, I'm not a huge comic book person. Yep. So I, there's so many Spider Man timelines and continuities and what have you yep. that it's impossible for me to begin to track them, but I came across a GameSpot article that apparently mentions that a lot of the characters and the situations are similar to the Ultimate series. Right. Okay. Where Peter Parker does end up giving his life to stop Norman Osborn. Yep. Okay. As the Green Goblin, which is just like, well, the pieces are setting into play, falling into place. Yep. And then I'm, I'm pretty sure Miles takes over. And let's just say that the pieces are in place about to happen. Yes. If they follow that path, who knows? But yeah, the, the groundwork is being laid for sure. I am. I yeah, I'm excited to see where they go with this in the future. And because you know, again, we're talking about Miles, and it's full spoilers. Um, there are post credit scenes in this game uh, because it is a Marvel property, so it'll be rude. Can not I just to. say? Yep. Can I just say that the spider on oh. Mary Jane? Boy, it was just patient. Oh yeah, I, I was. I, you know, what my first thought was, I was like, "Are they gonna, are they gonna do like Spider Girl?" But like, just but like, just make Mary Jane be 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 the Spider Man. And I'm like, if they, I am here I mean, for here's that. The thing. I mean, if Norman's lab has spiders that can do that, it's not out of a question to have a spider. Essentially, the video game version of Enter the Spider Verse. Yeah, well, because I think. Because I mean, we haven't seen Gwen Stacy yet, so there's another well that you we could dip, dip, dip on into. Okay, we're talking about Miles, and I've brought up Gwen Stacy. So we are. <laughs> so here's the thing: there's that end credit sequence where it's a it's a really great scene with like Peter and Miles, and Miles go like decides he's gonna because obviously what happens in the game is that yeah that spider that Mary Jane uh, inadvertently sneaks out of the the Osborne uh, lab. Makes its way to feast and um, yeah, bites Miles. And at that point, I fist pumped and I just went, "Yes, yes, they're doing it. They're fucking doing it." Um, and yeah, so you're like, "All right, cool." And then nothing else is said about it really until this end credit sequence where it's really, really funny. Like Miles and Peter are talking, and Miles is like, "I really want to tell you something." You know, lately, you know, I've been going through some changes, and Peter's like, "Oh, God, you know, well, you, 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 at at this time in your life, you're probably going to be going through a lot of changes." And he's like, "No, no, no, pulls no. out, pulls out the puberty talk." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, the birds and the bees, and he's like, "No, no, 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 not that." And then he like turns around and goes to like, looks like he's gonna like take his shit, like pants off or shirt off, and and Peter's just like, "No, no, 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 don't do it." And he sort of jumps up, does like a backflip up onto the roof, 
and holds onto the roof, does the Spider-Man pose. And he's like, Miles is like, huh, pretty weird, huh? And then Peter like mimics him and he's like, yeah, pretty weird. And there's that great shot of like that side shot of them upside down, just looking at each other. I'm like, fucking yes. I am so amped. Um, Like I said, the Peter and Miles dynamic is incredible. Exactly. Like after the... After the stuff goes down at the ceremony, like at at the funeral, yes, yep, where Peter tries to comfort him, but oh, and there's that sequence in the alley mm-hmm. where where as Spider Man you save Miles from some thugs and basically give him like a little a little training sesh, yep. and he gets to give Spider Man a good old wallop. Yep, because Miles Miles is on his way to feast to to start a a, a new volunteering yep. job. Yeah, but so in that little end credit sequence though, there's. As they're going, because I think they're moving into, like, either Miles' apartment or, like, like Peter's new apartment. They're moving boxes. And as they're coming through the door, it, you very you hear very clearly the end of a conversation that they've been having. Where Miles is like, yeah, I don't know. I just really want to ask her out. I, I, I don't know how to talk to her or anything like that. And Peter's like, yeah, you've just got to go up and talk. Just start a conversation with her. And I'm like, my first thought was like, are we talking Gwen Stacy here? Because that would be... That would work. And then we'll get fucking Spider-Gwen. Because fuck yeah, Spider-Gwen. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Because again, I'm not too familiar for comics. I don't know if like Miles has a particular person right, of yeah. interest in his in his continuities. He might. Or it could be Gwen Stacy. Who bloody knows? At this That's point. what I'm happy with this. Um, with this, like what this essential like Spider-Man canon with the Insomniac have taken. Like, I, anything's possible. Like they fucking kill. They yeah. killed Aunt May. Like it's. It's never. I've never seen that before. I'm sure it's happened, but like I've never seen it happen. Me personally. I mean, that's that's one of the things they did that I've never seen happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is. And this, and this is. Are there any other character relationships you want to bring up before I move past um, that? A lot of mine was like Peter and this person, and Peter and this person. Uh, uh maybe like briefly. Um, uh, Norman Osborn and Otto Octavius. Um. Yeah, that's just true. because like they don't really have much to do with each other, like or like they don't have much like screen time essentially with each other. Not, not in the present. time. It's all like it's backstory. Yeah, and it's very important backstory, and it's very very good. Like it they is. are the reason that that uh, Martin Lee became Mister Negative, and it's just yeah, it's really 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 well done. That whole sequence of like Mary Jane sneaking through Norman Osborn's apartment and like finding all the things. Um, and finding one particular thing that comes back in the other post-credit sequence, which we'll touch on eventually. Or even, or even before that, you find like you can find the uh, the helmet on his desk. Yep. And it's like, huh, yep. Well, this is interesting. And then there's like the pump, in the pumpkin little, bombs as well in the lab. Yeah. Yep. The bombs are there. Mm-hmm. You're like, huh. Yep. And I was like, oh. We'll talk about the last thing later. Yeah. That cause that's a, that's a big and there's there's a lot to unpack there. Um. But yeah, I just, I, I really like, I like the fact that, uh, and again, Jones and Bosman were talking about this as well. The fact that like Norman Osborn in this game is, he's not a good guy and he's, not he's definitely a bad guy, but he's not mustache twirling evil. Like he's, he's just a, he's just a fucking politician and he's a scumbag basically um, with, with a little bit and of heart. That's sort of, again, that's. That's the evil we're dealing with almost daily yeah, these days. Yeah, it's yeah. Some some of these like aspects hit home a little bit too closely, but um, there's yeah. I I think that the relationship between those two and it is like you know the reason that 
Otto essentially goes crazy. It's the motivation for him, like you said. Um, and Norman's motivation for why he's doing, like why he created Devil's Breath and all that sort of stuff is very, we should, very big. Should we just unpack it here? Yeah, because I that's, think it's probably a good point. So, and that's one of the things where you mentioned the possibilities they could go down. Uh, like with, with, with killing Aunt May, it's like, I don't think that's ever really like, been like a bit of thing but i've seen like again probably in the comics somewhere because there's about a billion comic of issues course. uh but i mean okay so called misdirect we mentioned earlier that uh well two two pretty cool misdirects first of all we get well the 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 farewell like the good luck card for peter parker that has eddie brock's signature uh-huh. i don't know much about spider-man but that name appearing was like well that's interesting yeah I know enough to know that that name is pretty significant. All those names are, and, are, are like kind of people you've at, at least most certainly seen before in the movies in the the Sam Raimi trilogy. Yeah, like uh, is it Betty Bryce? Um, I think as well. Like, um, yeah, there's a few. Yeah. Never, I mean, Eddie Brock was the one who was sort of like, well, that's interesting. Yeah, yep. that is interesting. Yep, that he exists in this world. Uh, yeah. So at that, at that point, obviously, your mind goes to one place. So. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, cool, Eddie Brock's here, so that's cool. that's important. The other the other mystery that sort of is running through the entire game is of course the Harry Osborne mystery. Exactly. Now I really liked doing all of the research stations and getting a bit of a blurb from Harry himself, but I was sort of always just like, but where when's because you know that Harry is out of a country. Like he's, he's in Europe. He's away. They say it's a trip, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Apparently he he decided to go like on like a like a essentially like a um just a twelve-month trip around Europe. That's that's what yeah. you are led to believe. And it isn't until you break in as MJ towards the end of the game, you sort of figure out that actually Harry is sick. He's got a similar illness to what his mother mm-hmm. had, and they're desperately trying to find a cure. And he didn't go on a tr- like a just a trip. He went he went to get like experimental treatments. And you're like, holy shit, Harry's sick. This is this is different again. Yep. And you're like, okay, this is gonna, it's probably going to be a thing. That's going to be important in, in the future, and you get to the post credit scene. Well, even before that, and you find out even that, before that, like the fact that, that the experimental treatment that was being worked on was the devil's breath. Oh, that was supposed to be yes. like you know, um, a cure. That that that's why Norman's been working on it for so many years is because he tried to use it, yeah, to help Martin Lee. He tried to use it to help, um, his wife, and he tried to use it now to help Harry and. Has all failed, all but failed. Um, yeah, zero, zero GR twenty seven, as he likes to call it. Uh, but then he, some of his lab techs, yeah. uh, meanly named it, uh, nicknamed it "Devil's Breath" because of the repercussions that it can have. So, um, heck yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they the the post credit sequence reveals that in fact Harry Osborne was in that lab, tucked away in his apartment the entire time. MJ looks into that tank in as well. Yeah, yeah, you can look into it, but you, you can't see anything. Yeah, she's just like, yeah, oh man, he's gone like full like mad scientist, and I'm like, oh, cool. Because honestly, I saw that big thing there. Like, I didn't think that was there. I thought that's where like prototype goblin armor would be, or something. That's what I thought too. Yeah, but uh, no, apparently it's uh, poor old Harry, and so that's that's interesting alone. That's enough to make you go, whoa, okay, okay. That- that's I didn't expect. That's that. That's a good stinger, yeah, but. It's a good stinger, but there's a stinger concealed inside that stinger. Mm. Because inside the tank with him, 
Again, it's impossible to know this far out. It could have just been a mistake or misleading. But boy, Joel, does it sure as heck look like there's a symbiote in there with him. Yep. So basically what happens is that like Norman's sort of giving like a a, a, a bit of a, I guess a bit of a monologue to himself, like yeah. uh, about, you know, how much he loves Harry. He's like, a, I love, he's talking to Harry essentially. He's like, I love you, son. We're going to yeah. fix this. And he puts his hand up on the glass. And the final shot you see is what looks like a symbiote coming and touching the glass as well and then cut to black and i was i gasped audibly i was like no fucking way um oh boy oh i love it so much karen the more i because talking about it almost it, looks like the symbiote was co- was keeping him alive yep yep and in this universe that this uh that this game takes place in as we've like mentioned m- multiple times now anything is possible what's stopping harry osborne from being Venom. I mean, mm. you know. Well, like, cause that's the thing. If Eddie, Eddie Brock's there, but it, it doesn't, there's no mention of Venom at all. So clearly yep. Eddie's just probably a, a normal level yep. dude. Cause I do, uh, I also do like, because it's set after so many years of Peter being Spider-Man, like he's already had plenty of battles. Like a lot of the, the main rogues that he faces off with yep. are locked up in the raft. Yep. He, he talks about his tangles with the lizard. Mm-hmm. And like when you, with, with, with backpack items and Sandman uh, as well, you have that you, Sandman. You have that tease of uh, Mysterio. Fuck, I want Mysterio in these games so badly, and I want Bruce Campbell to voice him. I want, I want that to be a thing. <laughs> um, and then there's other baddies. You sort of well, not even not necessarily baddies, but more ambiguous characters that he tangles with, like the pursuit of Black Cat, who will come back in DLC. Yep. Uh, you have Taskmaster that you get to deal with. Um, fucking what's and... what's the name? Ah, uh, what's the one you do the side quest? Tombstone. No, oh, there's Tombstone as well, but the the other one, the the female one. Oh, Screwball. Screwball. Yeah, yeah. I had no the idea. Live streaming. Sc- I did no idea about Screwball. I don't know if that's a, a, a thing or not, but I'm assuming it is. It is a thing. It is. It okay, is cool. It was. It's pretty. I think it's pretty. It's pretty recent yeah. in the comics. Again, like I, I was, I was googling like crazy. I'm like, oh shit, was this character and this character? I, the only thing I've really googled um, is I, I wanted to find out what runs had the Spider Punk character in it because it's a legitimate character. Oh, um, I know it is. It's a different. It's a different Spider Man. It's not Peter Parker. Yeah, and he fucking fucking shreds electric guitar. Oh, it's the best. Spider Punk was so good. Sorry. Everything was irrelevant once I got the Iron Spider. I did use the Iron Spider quite a lot as well, especially because you could use fucking it unlocks the um the The spider arms, the fucking legs. I'm like, fuck yeah, man! I didn't do that. God, should have used that in the fight against fucking. Oh, Oh, you can't. No, you can't actually because it locks you out. No, 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 no. Because you look at the suit that you get. It makes you use the set suit. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. But yeah. I, I don't remember what point that was getting. It was, I guess we were talking about like interesting things they could do and like villains having basically been established. If I could level a complaint at the game mm-hmm. about, about that stuff. And it's, it feels unfair because the way they told the story as I was playing it, I was pretty happy with, yep. but the villains they had didn't get heaps of room to breathe. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, when there's that big that big breakout at the raft, but which I'm so bummed they showed at E three now. Yeah, I really am Fuck, too, man. I really and but to be fair, there is so much more after that that is even better and yeah. still rewarding. But like it's 
it's disappointing because it is a really good... I got to that point and I'm like, all right, well, I've seen this. I'll just guess I'll go through the motions. It's still... It's too... It blew my goddamn yeah. mind. Like, chasing um, Electro through a lot of the, the prison yeah. was incredible. And it's slightly different. Like the, the start and the end is different as well. Like, in the... Um, the E3 presentation, oh, yeah. I don't, like, Yuri's helicopter didn't crash into the raft. She was still in the helicopter, I'm fairly no. certain. And then, yes. and then obviously the end part as well, because it's the reveal of Doc Ock in his, all his glory. Um, Which we all knew. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. I wonder what that statue uh, is. But, I, actually, I, has someone posted pictures? I don't know, I don't know. Is it, the, is it the, I'm going to have a look. I'm going to have a look and see if some, okay. someone surely, surely has, but yeah, all right. But yeah, so it was, I mean, don't get me wrong, again, it was also, it was cool. It was cool to have the, those baddies paired up at the end. Like, fighting Scorpion and Rhino at the same time was pretty fun. I was all about that. And same for Electro and Vulture yep. at the same time. Um, Again, listening to the, the Easy Allies guys talking about, um, like, uh, who was it? It Scorpion and Rhino teamed up together. Like the fact that they, they, they they're yeah. bickering with each other at the same time. Yeah. Um, and it's so they can cool. hurt each other as well, which is another, I'll, yeah, I'll bring that they up absolutely can. in a moment with like, you know, mechanics and things as well that I wanted to talk about. Um, but I had yeah. one in that fight. Um, Scorpion got a good shot on Rhino and Rhino was not happy. About it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like they were, those fights were really cool, but I would have, I don't know. I felt like they were very packed in tight at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. It was always, again, yeah, I'm, we were like barreled through basically a lot of things. And I guess in a way it sort of does make sense because this Spider-Man's dealt with these guys before. He's just like, okay, cool. It's Scorpion. It's Rhino. It's, you know, all the, it's the Sinister Six, basically. I've beaten him. I'll beat him again. They're paired up now, but whatever. So I get that in a way, but man, I just, I wanted more time with them. And I'm, we'll probably get that in a sequel. Who am I kidding? But that was just something I wanted a bit more of, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, I, 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 my theory is I think we, you could even go, because this is set in like a, a, a um, the point, point in time that's set, you could almost just release a few DLC packs and go, it's like, it's like Peter reminiscing going, Remember that time I fought Vulture? And then you go back and it's like a four or five hour campaign where you go through like sp- like, like Spidey versus Vulture. Uh, and then you could do like almost like... You- I would be so cool with that. Yeah, right? Like, I-, I don't know who I was talking about this with. I think it was one of the guys at work. Was, I think it was oh, It was you, yeah. I feel like we've had a discussion. Yeah, because like, I think that would be so awesome. And I think, I mean, I- obviously I can't speak for like how... Um, like game development works and things like that. But um, I think that would be a really, really clever way. You just go like, oh yeah, cool. We're going to go through and we're going to um, like, you know, do like at the Sinister Six DLC where it's like a whole bunch of different things. Um, I, I, I would love to see that. And just like one, each episode essentially is about a new member of the Sinister Six or the five that you don't really, because obviously... Otto gets his time in the spotlight more than enough. And even then, like, if, if you want to be traditional Sinister Six, like, Mr. Negative's not really a classic True. member of that crew. Who is it instead? Is it Fisk? It's not Fisk either. Is it Fisk or is it, or is it, or is it Shocker? It might be Shocker. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't... I, 
I don't honestly remember. But it's I, like it's Shocker or it's like Shocker or Lizard, even like. Oh yeah, it could be, it could be Lizard or it could be it could even be Bloody Mysterio. You know what? I'm going to Google some. Actually, six. yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's Mysterio because I think he's sort of like his own weird entity. Um, but yeah, like I would love that just to have like I'm. I mean, I'm already buying. I'm going to buy the season like the the next DLC pack. It's thirty bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'm. I want to play more Spider-Man and it's like about black cat. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Definitely keen for that. Um, okay, here we go. Here, here's where, here's the original Sinister Six for you. Joel, okay, cool. From, Hit um, me with it. from 1964. Apparently. Jeez. So Doc Ock is obviously the, the founding member. Yep. And basically he wants to, he wants to reunite villains to take out Spider-Man and only a handful of villains respond. Those are Vulture, Electro, Craven the Hunter, the original Mysterio, and Sandman. So, when we technical, of the original Sinister Six, not many of them are actually here. Okay, fair enough. But again, there are, he- there are lots of iterations, that's just the original one. Uh, update on the, the statue, I can't find a decent picture of it anywhere, but it looks like, it definitely looks like it could be one of the uh, the tentacles. Um. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's why I've, I've been trying to look for it, like a decent picture of it. But like, I can sort of see it, but to be f- yeah, like to be fair, mad props to Bill for not just posting that everywhere. When I when I heard this, the statue was a spoiler, I was just like, great, this is going to be out the same day the game comes out. It's going to suck. Yeah, but, oh, uh, man. that's that's a decent picture. Yeah, like I can't zoom in on it. It looks like. It almost looks like it's Scorpion, but I'm not sure. But that wouldn't really be a spoiler because, mm. you know, that he was in that trailer anyway. So, but anyway, um, ah, oh, man, I just, I fucking adore this game so much. Um, it just scratched that, that itch that I wanted, um, from a Spider-Man game or a superhero game in general, actually, to be honest. Cause I just, yes. Yeah. Definitely. I think I talked about it on the show last year. I don't know if I did um, but like I, I tried playing Arkham Knight and I just couldn't get into it. I really just couldn't. And I really liked Arkham, Arkham Asylum. I, I, I played pretty much all the way through city, but I didn't finish it. Um, I've since watched how it ends and things like that, but, um, which is really cool. I thought it was really neat. Yeah. And I think I've again, watched the Arkham Knight stuff as well. Like all the post credit things and the hundred percent thing, like what, what it could be setting up. And I'm like, that's really neat. I just, I don't know. Like a lot of people like that, like that Gothic fantasy world to like to, to fly around in and stuff like that. But it was so dark in terms of tone and visually. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, we get it. And there, there are moments of that in Spider-Man where the world is very, obviously in the last part of the game where, Things are not well in New York City. There's like spot fires everywhere and just random groups of like enemies that will shoot you on sight. Um, I was going to say, um, the last part of the game is where it felt most like the Arkham games. Yes. And it was it was half cool, half annoying as shit. Mm. Just be like swinging through the city, minding your own business, and then a rocket suddenly locks onto you and you're like, all right, here we go. But <laughs> at least it was easier to avoid. Because you could just swing out of it or, and do like yes. a dodge, hit circle so, once and dodge it, and go keep on your merry way. I was like, "This is great, I love it." So that's that's the thing as well that I loved. Uh, one of my big problems in the Batman games, especially as the worlds got bigger, 
I didn't enjoy traversing those mm-hmm. goddamn areas. That would pain in the yep. ass. But going through New York as Spider-Man, exactly what I wanted. And, like, going through New York as Spider-Man on, like, a clear, sunny day, and everything is so bright <sighs> and vibrant, and it feels like a living city. Like, you could stop on the street and wander around, and, like, yeah, there are, like, you know, generic character models and things like that, but for the most part, people are doing different and, things. And, like, the... But if you look hard enough, you will see the duplicates. You will see the, like, oh, there's that person twice and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, ex- exactly. But, like, the fact that, like, you, you can interact with people and all that sort of stuff and just th- th- that level of detail is just gorgeous. And another level of detail that I don't think we brought up last week, but buildings with windows, with actual things inside <laughs> the windows. So, and so these are pretty funny, I'll be yep. honest. And I think... I think they must have written some sort of like algorithm for it or something because it what, what they've done is very clever. Like the building, the rooms on the buildings, you can look inside and you can see a room and that's fine. Hilariously, some of them have like shelves with the masks that the demons wear, which I was like, okay, that's ominous and yep. weird. But um, the funny ones I love are because obviously all the rooms have doors. And sometimes if you look in the, at the room from one side, you're like, oh, where's that door lead? A window? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and it's not... It wasn't game-breaking, and I appreciate the effort they put in, but it was a bit of a... I had a bit of a giggle the first time I noticed it. I was like, huh, that's it's, it's the same thing as, like you said, when, like, if you stopped and looked for the duplicates, or if you stopped yeah. and looked for the inconsistencies. If you're just running up the side of a building, you're like, oh, there's, oh, there's stuff in there. Like, I remember the first moment hmm. I, I realized or that, even, and I was like, oh my god, there's stuff in there. Like... And that's what I stopped to look. But even just swinging by, like just mm-hmm. swinging by, you're just like, it's enough. This, this, the yeah, the city feels populated, and it just, and I, I think that even that might even add to like that third part of the game where the city does get destroyed, essentially, like it gets ruined. Like people are scared to come out, come out of their houses, and just there's rioting, and like all these people on the streets that, are, like I said, will shoot you on sight. Um, well, because that's the thing. We, we didn't even touch on... Because, I mean, obviously, at that point, you've got... Because the first part of the game, you're fighting Fisk's men. Then the second part, you're fighting demons. The last part, you're fighting the demons and the prisoners and a faction we didn't even mention, yes. which is Sable. Yes. Which, of course, Silver Sable herself is here. And uh, she's another character that made the game so people think it, this could be tied to the Ultimate Universe as well. Okay. So, again, we'll see what happens, I guess. I but, hope uh, they use her more like in, cracking in sequels because she felt a little under, underutilized was, in this. And that's why people are thinking that she'll be more important in the future because she was there. She had some scenes. You could see she was tough, and she could she could at least go one on one with Spider Man to a degree. Yes. And then she was she was off, and you could tell she had like a begrudging respect for him at the end. Yes. Uh, and I just I beating down on Sable at the end of the game became one of my favorite activities. Oh yeah, yeah. I also hated it because Sable fucking suck to fight sometimes yeah we've got a lot of things that can knock out your gadgets yeah um, but also you can pull down their guard towers and that's hilarious oh, and their that. jetpack guys are pretty funny to fight oh yeah i just, nothing gave me more satisfaction than like zip lining to a jetpack guy and using a finisher on him like a focus yeah, bar finisher absolutely. and it's like fuck you Fuck you! And then, or even if you didn't want, if you didn't want to like pull down the towers, you could if you aimed your web your web zip 
to the window, you could sort of just kick the guy out through one yep. side. Oh man! As you zip through, it was just like the yes. physics in this game is so much fun to play with too. I loved they the are. impact they web are. on top of buildings when you're fighting enemies on top of buildings, and you're just like, see ya! <laughs> you just impact web them <laughs> off. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, did you did oh. you stop to look and see what happens to enemies when you th- throw them off a building? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I like that too. I was like, am I just, is Spider-Man just killing bit? No, he's not. If you knock an enemy off the top of a building, um, basically he, there must be some sort of like device that Spider-Man has that as it gets closer to the ground, it like auto webs them to the wall. Um, and yeah. I'm like, okay, you've thought of that. Well done. Okay, carry on. Um, do you like that? Even then, man, I've I've done some bad things to some of those to those baddies. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I well, one of the tricks similar to like the, the arc. Yeah, so the Batman games are like, uh, Batman doesn't kill people. I'm like, I'm uh, pretty sure yeah, I killed that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's never explicitly said for Spider Man. I think it's just sort of like I uh, guess. it's just sort of like it, it's sort of like universally assumed. assumed. Yeah, that he's like. Because it's Peter Parker, he's, man. He's 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 he's, he's a good guy. He's usually a kid, but he's not in this one. But um, yeah. No, is there? Uh, what else have we got? Like, oh, there's man, like, there's one. We're we're nearly we're yeah. We, we, on. There's one uh one little interact like just one little se- like moment. It's not even a scene. It's a a part of a a part of a scene, I guess. Um, towards the end of the game, where. Basically, um, Otto is like carrying Norman Osborn to the top of Oscorp, and he has that interaction of like basically like trying to get him to record a confession to say, you know, I did it, everything was me, I like you know I was in the wrong, and Norman was like, no, fuck you, I'm not going to do it. Um, and then Otto's like, cool, see ya, and throws him off the edge of the building. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's just like, oh my god, holy shit, and like. You do know that what's going to happen in your head. You're like, it's clearly going to happen. But there's also that little part of you that's like, but what if it doesn't happen? Um, which I love. And then it clearly, it happens. Spidey rocks up. Uh, you just see sort of like uh, Norman Osborn sort of fly back up again and onto a building ledge. And you see Spider-Man come through and he's like a big fanfare of music. And there's just, you see him like start to run up the side of the building and it cuts back to Norman Osborn as he's like running inside like a fire escape. And he looks back at at Spider Man, and he this, the look that he gives him is just like fuck yeah! Like he has this great grin on his face, and I don't know why it just stuck with me. I I loved that just that little freeze frame moment of Norman Osborn just being like, yeah, go like go get him. Because you you never really spend much time. Well, the game doesn't. Because again, he's Norman Osborn is going to be a, a central figure, I think, going forward. Yes. But they did a good job of just sort of laying the, la- the the groundwork of him as a mayor and throwing in, like, hints of, of the sinister aspects of his character. And obviously it culminates at the end there where you're like, what is this dude doing? Yes. This ain't yeah. right. And, uh, it, it, like, yeah, I think that they sort of, like, do a, a fairly good job of sort of making you realise that it, maybe whether or not he wanted to, he was responsible for a lot of this in a way. Oh, yeah. Um, it all yes. sort of started with him. Um, so, you know, I guess take that with a grain of salt or whatever you will, what you will. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to bring that little moment up cause I, I really liked it. It just, 
it stuck with me ever since I finished the game. I kept thinking about it. I'm like, it's it's this the the way that he's like he's at the 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 facial expression that he gives is so perfect. And I'm like, yes, yes, that's so good. There's so much like we're we're nearly at an hour and a half here, I and I would love to keep going, but I feel like we've gone on for a long time. But there's still so much I could talk about. Like I love. I love how many different quips they had recorded for Spider-Man yes. in combat. There's some, like, some of the stuff when you're doing a lot of the hideouts, the dialogue he has with the demons and the prisoners and all that, like, I honestly laughed. Yep. Just uh, actual hysterical laughter from some of the stuff he's saying. Uh, it's, yeah. Like, I think one of the demons one was just like, as the new guys are coming in, he was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. You guys are going to come in. You're going to tag the new guys. And then you're going you're gonna to go wait in the corner. Yep. No, we're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> like just stuff like that. He was like, oh my God. And there was one with the Oh f- my God, businessmen. And said, oh wait, there was just more demons. Never mind. Like <laughs> it's, Yuri Lowenthal is perfect I think for it that. Was, like he's, he's so good at giving like, th- like, you know, witty quips. I really like him for that. I think it was the Sable guys when they would pour in reinforcements. He was just like, okay, do you guys think you're going to do better than the guys I just beat? <laughs> yeah. But just little stuff like that. Like Spider-Man's quips were just on point in this game. Silver Sable must go to a lot of job fairs. Like that that was a great one too that I really liked. <laughs> so, man, Sable has so many so many employees. Silver Sable must go to a lot, a lot of job job fairs. I was like, yeah, great. Perfect. And that's not even that's not even counting the quips you can get when you're just breaking up crimes and yep. stuff. My and God. the fact that just so much... there is a suit ability that is just quips that will stun enemies when you yes. get the um the the really awesome cell shaded comic book style suit, um which I used for a little while. I did like that. Can I just say, and this isn't this is just probably this is probably just me again. This is probably the, the not comic book fan of me coming out. I didn't really like many of the suits yeah. personally. Yeah, I like. I kind of. I got it. Like, I was like, oh, there were a, a, a few of them that were just like rehashed versions, essentially, in a way. Because he, he had like the they had like the Mark Three and Four yep. armor and all that, um, and like it was cool. Like, I love seeing the Stark suit in there and the Iron Spider yep. suit, Spider Punk, um, but Spider. Spider Punk, you will fly that flag, Joel. I and fucking I will. That. The Spider Punk looked dope. So cool. Uh, the reward for for hundred percent. Have you done the? Have you gotten this, the extra suit yet? What? I I don't want to. You may not have. Got I it know yet. what it is. I, you know? Do you know what its ability is? I don't know. What, oh, wait. I think it says. Yes, it's the the um, equalizer one. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, because it, it actually pops up in your suit list. It doesn't tell you what it is, but it tells you what the suit power is. Um, if you haven't got it yet, but uh, yeah, I, I like that. But I know what I know what it is. Um, you do get a glimpse of it very early on in the so game funny. too. You certainly yeah. do get a glimpse, uh, which is really great. Um, I like the. I remember I did a I did a a mission where I had to like do a lot of stealth, like to try and do like stealth takedowns. And um, I ended up using just for shits and giggles, and for my own like personal like head cannon, I uh, I used the um, the noir skin because uh, <laughs> I was like sneaking through the dark as this like fucking black all black character skin, and I was like, this is cool, and it's like this like nineteen twenties esque kind of yeah, yeah, it was really cool. I like that. Um, 
Um, yeah, there were definitely suits that I enjoyed more than other ones where I was like, like the 2049 ones, I was like, okay. They're, they're... Uh, the 2099 sorry, ones, I believe you mean. Yeah, because I know that's the Spider-Man arc too. It's like set in the future and... Yeah. 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 Um, uh, and the, uh, the suit that he uses in the fight against Doc Ock, which is uh, an Insomniac design suit. Oh, looks nice. It does look nice. I didn't know it was an Insomniac design one. Yeah. I thought it... Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna I'm gonna double check I'm gonna double check my words my now, but I'm only, pretty sure I read that it was like a yeah. My only beef with that suit is it looks very similar to one of the other Mark. I think the Mark II suit, the Iron, uh, the Spider Armor Mark II. I think it's called. Looks very similar. It was like the black with the yellow. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but I did like I I actually really like the design of the the base suit the like he's not the very first one you when you start the game but when you like start the game after you've done the tutorial essentially and he gets the new suit with the white the big white logo on it i really liked that i liked like the muted red and blue on it i quite enjoyed that i was like this is a really nice take and i like the just the whole design of it looked really really cool so um yeah hmm. uh where is it? i'm sc- i'm scrolling for a suit list yep. now Man, there's some weird stuff in here. Yeah, it's yeah. There it is. The the, the anti ox suit. Anti ox suit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. I also did. I'd love it's um. I'd love that one's ability as well, like the gadget. Yeah, regen. really cool. Um, pretty nifty. Yeah, man. I just this game is so fucking good. It's. It is. It really is. And I is. feel like we say this a lot on the show when, like, these big tentpole games that everyone's hyped for that come out and are actually, like, critically and publicly received, uh, received quite well. But, I mean, just, it, it's been so long since I played a superhero game where I enjoyed it, like, a lot from start to finish. I mean... And to, to to dilute it further, like as someone who's like I'm, I'm very casual superhero stuff. Like I'll see the MCU movies. Yeah. It's probably about as far as I'll yeah. go. Uh, to to have not so out of all the Marvel heroes, I think Spider Man is the one that is inherently you look at him and you're like, man, that would be a fun game yeah. to play. And to have not had a a Spider Man game that I would say is truly good since Spider Man Two probably doesn't hold up anymore. But, yeah. Uh, at the time, groundbreaking. I just wanted, I wanted to feel that again, and I this game gave yeah. it to me in like, by a truckload. I, I it made me remember how like I actually was like a, not of the comics and stuff, but when the Spider Man the first trilogy of movies came out, well at least the first two anyway, I remember like no first two. I, I remember seeing that first Spider Man movie and just being like, I am a fan of Spider Man now that he is my favorite superhero. And I did the same thing when Iron Man happened, and then you know it just sort of snowballed from there. But like. There was a period of time where, like, I was all about Spider-Man. I was like, fuck yeah, Spider-Man. I'm pretty sure I I, I legitimately, me as a 19-year-old boy or 19-year-old man, had Spider-Man sheets on my bed just because I thought it was hilarious and I loved it. Didn't mm-hmm. give a fuck. But, yeah, you know. I mean, I, w- I, I will just stand by the fact that the, specifically, I guess, the Peter Parker Spider-Man, like, yeah, he's, he's just a kid trying to do good. And yeah. like that's stuff that I can get behind. And he's like a dorky kid, like you know, he's yeah. relatable. Um, looking back on those 
Tobey Maguire movies where it's, it's like a 35-year-old man <laughs> playing a 15-year-old. But, oh. you know, um, yeah. It's, it's fine. It's, it's I've fine. Just been, I've been it's watching, fine. if you really want to, I haven't watched the movies themselves in a long time, but I've been watching um, uh, Kind of Funny. I've been, they obviously did the MCU in review, then they moved on to uh, their XCU in review, doing the X-Men movies, and now they're doing Spider-Man in review. So they're doing the Spider-Man movies. Um, they're not counting Homecoming because that, that's included in the MCU. So that's disqualified from, from their Spider-Man watches, I think. Well, hey, they've got, at least they've got two semi-decent oh, actually, movies. And then... Th- no, I no, I think they are disqualifying it because they've got six spots on their list. But I think they're going to do Into the Spider-Verse when it comes out. Which, I'm so goddamn yeah, excited I, for that movie. I was already excited, but now after finishing that, I'm just like, bring on more Spider-Man, please. Let's go. Um, and then next year we've got Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. That movie's going to have some real consequences. Um, I'm not ready for that movie to nope, exist. Nope, 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 nope. Um, but yeah, like, I just... Yeah, it re- this game rekindled my love for Spider-Man and, and made me go... Oh, I just It's everything I love about yeah. the character and... And and more, and then some, and then like some things I didn't think I knew about the character because they're sort of relatively new in this game. But and just and some of my favorite representations of a lot of characters from the Spider-Man yes. mythos, yes. like Peter Parker. I love this Peter Parker. Yep. The MJ in this game is incredible. Obviously, the Doctor Octopus, the Otto Octavius is. You can, you really you get to know him before he takes his turn and it makes it that much worse to deal yep. with, especially again, like I will stand like those cut scenes with Peter and Octavius were just, oh. yeah. Oh. Yep. Uh, obviously Aunt May, Miles, just everyone. The game is really good. If you have a vague interest in, in superhero games, you owe it to yourself to play this game. It's really that yeah, simple. Basically. Um, it's yeah, it's a no brainer. Like, in fact, you probably, if you're listening to this part, you probably already played it because you are in that category. So like, we don't need to sell it to you, but it was fun to talk about. Oh, but having said, having said that staying up till 5am to finish it, not a great choice. <laughs> not a great choice at the time. Yes. Now, not so much. Definitely regretting it. At the time I was being, I was being fueled by, I need to see what happens. Next. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, well, like, that game I mean, now, like I'm going to, going to see it out. As that game sort of starts reaching its conclusion, I was just like, no, I've got to finish yep. this. Like, it was so interesting to play that game and to be like, as, as a mission would pop up and be like, okay, what would Peter Parker do? Yes. Otto wants to see him. Would he go straight to Otto? But there are crimes going on. Got to bust up those crimes. Was, I don't know. Little little things like that was just sort of fun to sort of work out as you were it playing. It organically... Obviously stopped for every Yeah, crime. it organically worked in the, the moral, like, dilemma of Spider-Man where it's like, the work-life balance, essentially, that he has to try and... he mm. There's always a running theme throughout the, the comics and the movies and all the types of media. So, But for them to actually, like, represent that in a way that's not shoving it in your face, and I think that's what this game does so well in general. Like, all the references in the backpack, like, collectibles and all the, just the nods and things here and there, they were just oh. perfect. Like, they were just... They weren't just like, ah, look at this. It's Eddie Brock. Ooh, you know who that is. It was just like a name on a card. And you just enough for you to just be like, hang on. Okay, cool. He exists in this world. That's enough. That's all I need to know. One of 
one of my favorite nods was after the train fight with Mr. Lee. Yep. You know what I mean? Where where Spider's like, well, no breaks, no problem, and tries to repeat the yes. Tony Maguire maneuver from the Spider-Man, and it doesn't work. Oh. And she's like, oh, it worked that other yeah, time. Like, and I was like, He's oh, like, yes, man, I, th- yes. I, thought it, I really thought it would work this time, especially considering I did it before. And I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh. Well done. Yes. Well done. Yes. Good. Very good game. Yes. Definitely going to be to be placing pretty high at come end of the oh, year, yeah. but especially I'm just going to I'm going to keep going back to some of those cutscenes towards the end. Just would mm-hmm. just gut right, just gut wrenching, but just hard to watch. But well earned, to be honest. Yeah. Oh well yeah. Earned. It, I mean, they were only that good because the game got me so invested, and I legitimately yep. cared. Yeah. Oh boy. Fucking B grader. But now we've got our uh, Spider-Man uh, final thoughts and re- and reviews and and uh, impressions, I guess, uh, and spoilers out of the way. So welcome back. It goes way. That's way beyond impressions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, welcome back. If uh, you've uh, you skipped through that, um, so uh, but yeah, go play Spider-Man and then go listen to the rest of that episode. Um, but for now, I think it's time we check in with everyone's favorite podcast game. Dope or nope? Dope or nope? Dope or nope is, of course, our news segment of the show where we uh, break down uh, all the news over the week uh, with a fun little game that we call Dope or Nope. Uh, Basically, the way it works is that uh, we both bring stories to the table. If one person dopes it, then we, uh, well, if we both dope it, we talk about it in depth and go right into the weeds with it. If we both nope it, we move on and forget all about it and pretend that it never existed. Uh, if one of us dopes it and one of us nopes it, uh, the person who doped the story gets to uh, gets a little bit of a, a, a brief period of time to state their case before moving on to the next story. Um, this week, it's going to be a little bit low, well, not low key, because there's still a lot happened, but um, in one specific area, basically. Um, but we'll get to that shortly. Um, Karen, there's something else you wanted to bring up this week, which uh, it's, I mean, it's going to be dope or dope this week, basically, because I'm pretty interested in, yeah. in what you've got to bring as well. So, um, yeah, lay it on me. So last week, uh, Sony held their annual little pre-TGS. I want to say conference because it was sort of just a presentation and it's sort of something that Sony does. They do it every year before, before Tokyo game show kicks off at the end of September. And it was a weird show. Let me just say okay. that first and foremost, right. I was into it, but it was weird. Did you watch okay. any of it, Joel? Or did you just I actually like trailers and stuff? I actually haven't. Oh. I just watched trailers because I was at work when it happened. I didn't know it was happening. And um, I got notifications on my phone from you guys that were like, hey, this thing's happening. And I'm like, oh, fuck, really? Um, but then, I, yeah, later on in the night, I ended up watching a couple of trailers, including this one. I sort of, I didn't watch it all properly because it wasn't subtitled or anything like that yet. So I didn't really get a chance to pick up on a whole lot of it. And I skipped sort of to oh, the Joel. action-y parts. You missed out, yeah. Joel. If you'd watched the uh, presentation, you would have got the, the live dub of the trailer, which was... <sighs> It was an experience. Uh, yeah. That's what I will say. <laughs> yeah, those live dubs can go um, either way. They can be sometimes really, really good, or sometimes they can be yeah. not well, great. Because it was obviously... So it was, it was the English language stream, so that was yeah. fine. She was sort of speaking in English over what the, the Japanese presenta- presenta- presentators were saying. 
and then the trailer starts rolling. I was like, oh, sweet, here we go. Uh, new new game from the Yakuza team. And I start speaking. I was like, it's fine. I don't know what's ha- what they're saying, but it's it's all good. There'll be like a, a, a subtitle trailer in like a couple of days. And then her voice started translating on the fly. And I was just like, no, please. Oh, no. <laughs> don't, no. Don't, don't do, do this. the trailers. Don't do the trailers. Uh, and here's the weird thing. It was, I think it was the only one. I guess that's probably what a lot of people were sort of tuning in for, maybe, I guess. Yeah, but, and like, I mean, because I didn't think it was going to happen, because I remember they had an announcement coming, but I didn't think it was so close. Yeah. But anyway, as I said, so the, the the main thing I pulled from that was, of course, a new game from the Yakuza team called Judge Eyes. You have Judge Eyes. There's a yes. Metal Gear awesome <laughs> reference there for anyone listening. Um <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a dope because it's obviously we both we have yeah, both played sure. one Yakuza game at least. Yeah, well, I've played most of it. It counts. It counts. You, it counts. You know, yeah. you know what this team is capable of. And I finished that Cabaret uh, Club mini game. It's yeah, I know, I know, I know what happens. I know, I know what's going on. Well, not I don't, so but yeah, I will get to it. You desperately need to, man. Yeah, it's so I really good. do. But uh, so yeah. It's a new game from Yakuza team. Uh, it's kind of they had a couple. The, the two there was two trailers, sort of a story trailer and a gameplay trailer. From what we can take away from it, it sort of looks like a. It's got the Yakuza trappings. Like it looks like there's a plenty of combat in there, which sim is will be along the same lines. Uh, definitely sort of like a a crime drama, but it, instead of this time being a part of Yakuza, you seem like you're a detective slash lawyer of some sort who's been disgraced by some horrible thing that's happened and it just looks i'm in joel <laughs> yeah i must admit like the, from what i saw of it i had no idea what was going on but i was kind of kind of all about it like it's very yakuza it's like it is very yakuza uh and i mean that the, the best possible way but yeah it's it looks great the most amazing thing about this is i mean that, the, i just want to take a moment to say that the yakuza team they work so they like work around the clock. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. since last year, they have put out Yakuza Zero, mm-hmm. Yakuza Kawami One, Yakuza mm-hmm. Six, Yakuza Kawami Two, their Fist of the North Star game, and now Judge Eyes comes out in Japan on December thirteenth and is due out in the West next year. Like that's Jesus. That's so many I and granted, like I think Yakuza 0 may have been a PS3 game that came to PS4, and right. Kawami 1 and 2 were remakes, but still. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's that's, a lot. that's a lot to bring to the table. Um, Those guys are hard workers, and I, and I appreciate that, and I respect it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, like a, <laughs> a Yakuza-ish game, or esque game, centered around a, a disgraced lawyer sounds all too tantalizing uh <laughs> like I, saw, I saw those little the little attorney badges and i was like oh, made me think of phoenix right immediately yep so absolutely I'm, just, I'm super in on this game at at the outset like there, there's a demo available i think soon in japan or if it's not already right. uh so i'm hoping because they've been pretty good at putting out the demos on the western store as well so hopefully it comes out soon so i can sink my teeth into it because i'm so keen yeah, like it's um, I'll definitely be checking that demo out when I whenever I can. Uh, 
Do you think there's going to be any like detectiving or like lawyering in this, like like a Phoenix Wright esque kind of like courtroom drama stuff? It's called Judge Eye, man, or Judge Eyes. Like, I I wouldn't be surprised because I mean, if one thing we do know, here's what we do know: the Yakuza team loves their mini games. True, very true. And uh, just be, be the lawyer side of that. It's just begging to be made into something. They're like, like again, Phoenix Wright is it is there, it exists, and that is an example as to how they could do it. And I mean, who knows? Like, it, it, I assume they'll lean very heavily into the detective side of it as well, and like investigating crime scenes and stuff. But um, here's the thing. Here's yeah. the next question, though. Do you think? Do you think we get an off-brand Phoenix Wright reference in there, like a character? Or... I mean, that'd be cool. I'd be all about that. <laughs> I mean, there's that in, in Yakuza 0, there's that fucking RPG oh, game are, that everyone's all about. You know that, what? Yeah. That's the, 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 the totally not Dragon Quest. Uh, <laughs> and, and it doesn't even stop there. Like, they've even got, like, we've got the Michael Jackson stuff. And yeah, so. True. Yeah. Steven Spielberg and stuff. I, you know what, Joel? Now you've said that, there's definitely going to be. This give it's going to be a Phoenix Wright or a Miles Edgeworth or a Gumshoe equivalent like nod to that series for sure. There has there'll be, to a, be there'll be a point where someone yells objection like that's there'll, gonna be there'll, yeah. There'll be a talking parrot. Oh my god! Yes. Shout yes. Out to, shout out to Phoenix Wright, talking parrot. <laughs> god, I fucking have to play Phoenix Wright again. Those games you are do. fun. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. When Tokyo Game Show kicks off, they'll come to Switch, and then you'll have an easier way to play them. Fingers crossed. Fingers be, crossed. Be a really cool shadow drop, just to be like, bang, it's out. I'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Give it, give me it. I hope. Do yeah. it. Do it, Capcom. Come on. But um, but yeah. So that's sort of the main. That's outside of that. There were some other announcements, uh, in the in that particular presentation. It was the they had a new trailer for Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Yes. That made me go no. I'm on blackout now. Nothing okay. else. I actually haven't watched stuff, that yet. Yeah. I would say I would say don't, not because there's spoilers, okay. but there's some stuff in I was like, oh, I would have loved to have seen that, like when the game dropped. So yeah. uh, officially I think, out on yeah. secular stuff. Unless it's like a, a, a demo or a test that I get to play, then I'll I'll play that. But trailers, I'm good. I actually think I'm the same. Like I think like I I was after what was it the last thing the Gamescom stuff, I was like, Yeah, I'm good. Yep, I've seen the game in action. Oh, yeah. I'm, yep, I'm I got, gonna... to, got to watch Vardy play it and everything. Like, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was also, um, we got a new trailer for Left Alive. Is it Left Alive? We did. It's yeah. Left Alive, yeah. The yeah. front mission evolved game yeah. with the art by the Metal Gear Solid guy and the, some yeah. of the, the game designed by one of the ex-Armored Core guys. That's... <clears throat> it's looking... I don't know. I don't, it's coming out in February as well, in Japan at least, which I was like, surprised by it's sort of out of nowhere yeah absolutely uh i really hope it's good like i'm desperate I hope for that game good. to be good it looks like it's got like it, it's like it's almost like a whole bunch of different stories like maybe even like little vignettes that sort of combine together because like a lot of characters they were talking about that looked like you were they were emphasizing like some sort of things because that trailer was in english they presented that one in english um it looked like they, they they were sort of going the angle of like you were playing as multiple people. I don't know if that that's just me that I took away from that, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, it is important to remember 
that even though it has the artist of from you know Metal Gear and the trailer itself gave off some very strong Metal Gear vibes. Yep. Typically, Front Mission Evolved is nothing like Metal Gear Solid. And granted, yeah. this is called Left Alive, so it sort of isn't carrying the franchise like you know title in there. But it's I don't know what that game is going to be, and I think it's it's definitely on my radar still. It was good yeah, to see it sure. pop up after it skipped E3 completely. Yeah, uh, definitely yeah. keeping my eye on that one. It was definitely nice to see it pop up there. Yeah, for sure. Um, anything else from TGS that that TGS pre-show sort of uh, presentation that you that sort of tickles your fancy? I mean, there were, there were things that I'm interested in. Like they had another tease for for um, I'm pretty sure for the, the there was a really interesting game early on. Like for the life of me, I don't remember its name now. It looked sort of like Dragon's Dogma, but it wasn't. And oh. I'm definitely interested. Uh, I, I wish I had a list up of all the announcements because there was a couple of trailers, especially as someone who is into the JRPG uh, genre. There was some stuff in there that, had, that, that caught my attention, but nothing right. with names that sort of stuck with me. Except okay. for one of the announcements that will come up again in the discussion we're about to have anyway, so I'll save it for then. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, well, let's jump into that then, shall we? Um uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was announced that Nintendo were going to be held, holding a uh, another Nintendo Direct. It was a like a big proper Nintendo Direct that was uh, 35 minutes long. Um, unfortunately, that week there was a, a, an earthquake that happened in Japan that was quite devastating. Um, and out of respect for that, uh, the 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 victims of that, they decided to hold off on that, which um, you know there was a whole that's a whole other kettle of fish. But I think we briefly mentioned it last week. That um, yes. the internet sucked and whatnot, um, but yeah, what's this new week, there though? Really? Yeah, exactly. Uh, earlier, uh, early last week, they announced though that they were going to be like they rescheduled it for that weekend for for that Friday for us. Yeah, Friday morning. Friday morning. Yeah. So I think it was Thursday for them. Um, yeah, Thursday actually, evening or afternoon. I think it was the yeah. afternoon for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Times we weird. we finally got the uh, that that uh, Nintendo Direct, um, and a lot of lot of cool Shooting. things. Yeah, a lot of cool things happened in this Nintendo Direct. Um, so let's we we thought we'd go through like piece by piece and have a have a bit of a breakdown of what actually went down in said Nintendo Direct. Uh, kicked off with a bit of a surprise. Uh, we got a a very like you know an early trailer for. Luigi's Mansion 3 coming to the Nintendo Switch uh, sometime next year. Uh, I didn't expect it. No, it, but it makes sense. Like them, because they, they, the last few directs, they've been like talking about Luigi's Mansion on 3DS and being like, yeah, look, it's Luigi's Mansion. Everyone's like, yeah, cool. It's, it's, it's a fucking GameCube game. And you put it on a 3DS, a console that not many people outside of Japan are really playing with that much anymore. I, I guess that's cool. Um, but yeah, this kind of makes sense now that they've sort of said, by the way, we are working on a new one. Um, it is just called at the moment, Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, they, they've expressed that that is a working title. So it might be the, the, the final product title, but it also might be, um, something completely different. Uh, but we saw a little, like a little bit of gameplay in there. Um, nothing too surprising. It sort of looks like it's sticking to the Luigi's Mansion formula. 
Is, is it a formula when there's only two games? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it I isn't. mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it is. Like it's you know you're wandering around. It's it's like a uh, like it's almost like a point and click adventure game in a way, but with like combat. <laughs> Because you're going around and like yeah. looking at different pop points in different rooms and trying to find where ghosts are and trying to trigger them to come out so you can suck them up with the um, poltergust. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, like I mean, I played. I didn't play the first Luigi's Mansion. I played the second one on 3DS, uh, and I, I never finished it, but I really liked it. No, I also never finished the second one. I, I, it wasn't because it was bad. I enjoyed it. Mm. I think I just it was it was one of those sort of things where. I remember when the first Luigi's Mansion came out and it got criticized for being too short. Yeah. But playing the second one, I got to a point where I'm like, cool, I I get it. Yeah. I get what the... I understand. But And it wasn't enough to... It didn't have enough driving force to make me want to finish it. It was yeah. fun, but maybe less in the future, personally. That's just me, though. But uh, I, I'm interested in a third game, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um Interesting to note that the um, some of the weapons that he's using, apart from the poltergeist, are the the uh, the strobe light from the 3DS one, which is uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, and also uh, the plunger launcher, which we saw him use in the Smash Brothers uh, Simon Belmont reveal trailer. Uh, so that's kind of neat that that was a uh, little thing in there. Um, also, another little. Uh, this is from the. Um, a heavy.com article, like the wrap up of it, but I have seen some people talk about this a lot. Um, that the, um, the pizza boxes, there's like a, a scene where there's like pizza boxes and things all littered around. Um, and the pizza box says since 1983, which is the, um, when the arcade Mario brothers game that Luigi started in with his brother first came out. So it's kind of a, a neat little, uh, Easter egg kind of, uh, point there. Um, and a lot of people yeah. are sort of a, a lot of people are maybe deducting the fact that this could be like a hotel because there's always like a lot of luggage and things around, and even the image from like the the, the stock image I guess that they've got of the the mansion from the outside looks very tall, uh, and it looks kind of like a, it gives off like a bit of a hotel feeling, um, which that'd, that'd be, cool. be kind of cool, like, yeah. Because yeah. Luigi's Mansion Two had a bunch of different mansions, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was like See, I... yeah. Was a whole I kind of like the idea of being in the one mansion and just dealing with a the problem there. Yeah, and a hotel makes sense because you've got like multiple yeah. floors to go over. Exactly. They could have different yeah. themes and all that kind of stuff. Different guests that had been staying there. Like it's yeah, yeah. I think they a hotel would. Idea. Yeah, I think a hotel would make the most sense. Which we, you know, I guess we'll find out probably. You know, maybe even towards the end of the year, start of next year, when we when we hear more about um, Luigi's Mansion Three. Pencil it in um, for the January Direct. Yeah, I think that'll be the star of it, I think. That'll be the that's, thing they'll, they'll go in hard on. Yep. Will they? Because um, uh, you know be, what, Joel? There's still a game that came up in this Direct again and only just got a name that still isn't out and is coming out next year. And we'll get to yeah. that down the list later. And, and that's why I'm still sort of like, maybe they'll go in hard on Luigi's Mansion, in the, but it's too early to say, like, because there's still stuff that they've True. already announced and, and sort of a bit of a mystery. That'd be a good. It'd be a good like this time next year game. I reckon, like, you know, ideally, yeah. Pop it out like. I wonder wonder if it's by um by next level still. I hope it is. Those guys do good stuff. Yeah, they did. There was no announcement of who's making it or 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 whatnot either. So it was just like it's coming. It was very similar to the. I mean, we got gameplay. We got a bit more than we did with the Metro one, but like it's it was more of a, you know, 
hey, this is happening sort of thing. Uh, also, much like the other game we're probably going to talk about uh, towards the end. So uh, then they sort of kicked it off again, uh, kicked off the, 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 the rest of the presentation with like a bit of a 3DS rock block where Kirby's uh, e- uh, Epic Yarn, Extra Epic Yarn. I thought it was Extra Epic. I couldn't find it there. But Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn, which is the 3DS port of the Wii game. Um, looks adorable. There's a couple of extra features like mini games and extra power ups and a devilish mode where there's like a, a little demon thing following Kirby. Um, I never played Kirby's Epic Yarn, but it's on the 3DS. I'm not going to go back to it for that. So, nah. It was a game nah. I was always interested in, but I never committed to to playing it. And mm. yeah, the 3DS won't really change that. But it is cool. To get on, a, like if this is if this is what the 3ds gets now, is just like sort of these these ports to sort of to keep the audience that is there, you know, at least a little bit happy. Then I'm completely fine with that. Yeah, well, they also mentioned about uh, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser's Junior's Journey. Uh, God, <laughs> nailed it! Of a you got there in the end. Mouthful of a fucking title. Um, so yeah, it's coming to 3ds as well in January, sort of start of January. Um, I I remember playing a little bit of Bowser's Inside Story, and it was kind of cool because yeah, you you got to play as Bowser for some of it. Like there were parts where you were inside Bowser as Mario and Luigi and trying to solve problems and things in there, platforming and and the turn based battles. Uh, and then there are other points where you were sort of discovering what was going on in in the outside world as Bowser, which was really cool. Um, and I liked those games. I like those games because you know they're they're the battle mechanics are really really fun and engaging for a turn based combat game. Um, like having like timing of uh, around button presses and like extra things to sort of boost damage that you can do. Um, I really like that sort of like engagement uh, in, in a what can be seen as sometimes a bit of a passive gameplay style. Um, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I just, it's, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, select the attack and watch it play out. And that's, that's the way it goes. But, um, yeah, I really liked them for, for sort of mixing it up a little bit. Um, again, not enough for me to go back to it. And the, the Bowser Jr.'s stuff, I was like, eh, fine, whatever. I don't, that, again, not enough to make me want to dust off the old 3DS, unfortunately. Nah. Yeah. Um, then we also got a little bit. Uh, we, they talked a little bit more about uh, Luigi's Mansion, uh, the original one coming to 3DS. It got a date. It's coming out the end of October, or middle of start of October. Sorry, just in time for Halloween. They said um, so October 12th. Um, interesting thing is, it's going to have co-op. So, do you think this is going to be a like f- foreshadowing for Luigi's Mansion Three having co-op? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, with the two Joy Cons, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly, it's, a, it's, it's absolutely going to be a thing. Yeah, it's a game that doesn't have a lot of buttons that need to be mapped to anything. Like it's, um, like a lot of actions that need to have buttons to to activate. It's pretty simple combat, a pretty simple like control scheme. So I think having co op on the Switch is would be perfect. I think this is a good way to ease players into a co op version of Luigi's Mansion if you are uh, super keen for it. Yeah, um, and it's really cool. If, we get, to- yeah. I was just going to say, do you have more to say about Luigi's Mansion, do you? I was just going to say that, you know, if you, if, um, you can play like co-op the whole campaign, but, um, if you only one, one of you has a copy of the game, you can play it 
um still you can still like do the download play thing but it's you only get to do bosses um but yeah cool Luigi mention yeah <laughs> i was gonna say then uh after that we've got on some things that i think we can pretty comfortably sort of breeze over yeah that's fair so um splatoon 2 is getting a big 4.0 update uh, there'll be a new stage based on a Japanese temple and some new weapons and specials on the way. The trailer itself was fucking admitted. awesome. Yeah, the so music good. is so good in that series. And that the music in that trailer was no exception. I, the whole trailer was anime as fuck. And I loved it. Was. It. it was so like, they even had like the poses, like there's that one shot of like the, the, one of the, the um, squid kids, like looking off into the distance and it was like shot from above. And I'm like, that's so fucking anime. And I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Um, and all the text in, like, whatever language, in, like, Inkling or whatever. Um, exactly. It was very cool. And I, I, yeah. I do appreciate that they stick to their style for that series. But, yep. uh, personally, yeah. I probably won't be reinstalling Splatoon 2. That's just yeah, Probably not. Yeah. Uh, they confirmed that this Switch version of Mega Man 11 will support the Mega Man Amiibo. And tapping the Amiibo onto the system once a day will give you additional E-Tanks and other items. Okay. Sort of finding ways to get those amiibo to be used, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, I don't uh, think a lot of people are really gagging for amiibo support. They just like having oh, no. cool figures. Exactly. Of, yeah. I I do think that maybe some companies are like, well, especially Nintendo is like, maybe we should use them for something. I don't know. Yeah. We maybe. talked them up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, of course, there was a, 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 a roundup of news for Mario Tennis Aces, which will have an update coming soon, which will add Birdo, Shy Guy, Cooper Paratrooper, and Petey Piranha as playable characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's that's between now and next June. Okay. Yep. And then there'll be a new a new co-op mode with that and some other oh, shit. No, I don't no know. those ones, those ones, it said more characters will be added until next, until oh, next okay. June. Oh, okay. So those ones are coming out, you know, fairly soon. I think uh, yeah, it says here the yeah, version September 2 update 19th. will come September 19th, so... Yeah. But yeah, yeah, there you go. If you've got Mario Tennis, you can you can fire it back up if you want to play some new characters. I might go back to it, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Joel, you've got something else you've got to play, so you don't have time. Yeah, I do. I really do. Um, uh, yeah. Next was interesting. This was a really cool sort of surprise. I didn't know if this had been sort of like rumoured or anything, but... Um, there's the Capcom Beat 'em Up bundle, which is out um, as of recording. Should be out now, um, but yeah, it's uh, going to include Final Fight, King of Dragons, Captain Commando, Knights of the Round, Warriors of Fate, and a whole bunch more of uh, the classic Capcom like arcade beat 'em ups. Um, it's going to have four player co op and online mode uh, and online modes as well. Um, yeah, really neat. I think this is a cool little bundle. That'd be fun to sort of just. Blitz through a couple of uh of these like beat 'em ups that you know I never really played much of back in the day, but it'd be cool. I'd like to sit down like ha- for an afternoon and just play through a few of them with you. I reckon that'd be great. I mean, it's definitely a cool idea. And Joel, are you ready for more of these sort of collections? Because now that Nintendo's changing how they're doing virtual console, I think there's a lot of them in the pipeline. Yeah, true. That's yeah, you're not wrong. That's very true. Um. I mean, I'm okay with it. If I mean, there's no pricing or anything about this. I, I probably should check the, the eShop maybe to see if what the pricing's like on it. But just, you know, if they price them accordingly, that would be fine. I'd be oh, okay. yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd be okay I, with I, it. But... 
I mostly say it because I'm fine with it, honestly. I have no yeah, problems with it. True. I think bundling these together and it it makes it more appealing as well. You go, oh, I'm getting like six different games, even if they are like beat em ups that'll take you two hours to finish when you there's no yeah. like coin restraints on them or things like that. So Yeah. Be kinda neat. Um Oh, new Super Mario Brothers U. It's coming to the now, Switch. This one I mean, this one had been rumored since July. So this one, yeah. people were sort of waiting for it to be confirmed. And lo and behold, this Direct did the did the deed and confirmed that, yes, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe will be released next January and will include the Luigi DLC that, was, that came later in the Wii U's life cycle. But yep. there's only there's one thing. There's a, there's a big talking point from this trailer that has been... <laughs> That's right. That has had the internet in a tizzy over. And that is... Yep. Toadette, right? Yes. She can collect she can collect an item in this game that turns her into a character called Peachette. Now the implications I, for this on the Mario Canon I insane. I I look the fact that this is like that people are so up in arms about this, I was just like the thing I took away from this announcement was I like I liked the, the design of the the logo for it. For the logo's good. It with the like, you know, the two Joy-Con controllers and deluxe in between them. I'm like, that's the yeah. nice looking logo. I like they, that. Because that's the that's the deluxe they used on oh, I think it was maybe was it Super Mario Deluxe on Game Boy Color or something. Oh it's, okay. Is that the first time that particular style for deluxe has been used? And it was cool to see it come back. And as to the Peachette thing, uh, I I don't know how many people are actually upset about it. I think it's just people just like Nintendo. This this makes me question a lot of things about Peach. Honestly, yeah, I I what, yeah, what look, is Peach? Oh yeah, look, is Peach actually just a toad? Like I have no problems with that, but you got to tell us. We need to. But know. then, but then, is it like ma- okay? Here we go. Maybe Peach is a toad. And then in Smash Brothers, when she pulls the toad out from underneath her, it's actually like the mechanical body peach thing that Toad's controlling, pulling Toad out. I was, I was thinking that how it, that the the stuff the, the monarchy works in that game is whoever is the princess or whatever gets the crown and takes on the humanoid form, and otherwise right. it's just a toad. Okay. But again, we'll, we'll, this is going to be a thing we'll probably come back to like one day. Maybe when this game comes out, there'll be answers. Who knows? But it's just, it was God. so weird. It's, yeah, look. Um, I mean, Nabbit's also a playable character. So Yeah, no one cares about Nabbit. Cool. Awesome. That's, Personally, um, not my favorite of the Marios, uh, even if, even like as far as 2D ones are concerned. I've, I've had so fun playing it. Pass. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely passing on it. But I had fun with it. Like, like playing that, like, co-op even though it's not cooperative uh, at not all. at all and it's impossible um, to play it like that it but it is fun it is pretty funny and it does it does uh open the door for some really fun laughs um but yeah i'm not not gonna get around to that one unfortunately unlike this next announcement though kyron uh so a couple of weeks ago there was uh uh who is it it's uh ben and emco had uh uh, trademarked Katamari Damacy re-roll. And everyone was like, oh, wonder what that's going to be. And it was around the time that this Switch Direct was supposed to happen. Um, 
And so everyone was sort of like, well, maybe it's got something to do with it. And lo and behold, yes, it is. Um, Katamari Damacy uh, re-roll is coming to the Switch. It's coming winter. Uh, well, not winter. It'll be our summer. It'll be our summer, yeah. Yep. Sorry. You know, translating time zones. Um, yeah, coming towards the end of the year, I would say. End of this year, start of next year. Um, it's a it's a remake of the remaster of the first Katamari Damacy um, with gyro controls as well. Um, and I am so ready for this. I I've only played little bits and pieces of the Katamari games, but they are there's something so I don't know cathartic about just like rolling up everything and just even watching people play it. Like I watched the entire Game Grumps playthrough of this game. Um, just because it was awesome, because like the banter they had during uh, throughout it was really great, but also it's just relaxing to watch, even with like the time for it, like the time constraints and stuff. It's the same reason I really enjoyed Donut County. Um, but yeah, I'm I am here for this. Let's go, King of the Cosmos. Let's let's roll. Quite literally, let's. I roll. mean, put in a put on an like a, an appropriate price point on it, and I might give it a look. But otherwise. I mean, it's picking look, a pretty packed time to release. If you look at if you look at the fucking Okami um, pricing, I think. I mean, if I it's, hope this follows suit. But if it's like thirty thirty five dollars, even forty, I'd be like, yeah, right, cool. The game I never really I wanted to play a lot of, I never got around to. I'd definitely be keen to check it out. But um, yeah, so keep your eyes out for that one uh, if you're excited about that one, as uh, like I am. But then the next part of the direct was uh, sort of the, I guess the thing that everyone was expecting, um, for better or worse. Um, we uh, got, yeah, nothing. We got nothing, is what yeah, we got. Pretty much, yeah. We got we got a we got a cute little video with all the uh, Nintendo characters. Sure, that, we did about. get that. Yes, yeah, dicking about playing Switch. Um, so yeah, so so. Okay. Nintendo, I get that you're online is uh, you're like, hey, it's it's pretty cheap. It's fine because watching this and looking at what we're getting, it is cheap, and I have yep. zero confidence that it'll actually will work. Yeah. At all. Yeah. After yeah. Because it was last week we we discussed their terrible cloud save stuff, right? I think we did. Yes, I think we brought that up last yeah. week for sure. And this week it was revealed that the console, the online, will require a weekly online check-in to continue Mm. using the NES games you'll get for free. Yep. So I guess if you're going away on holiday and you want to take your Switch, make sure you've got some Wi-Fi nearby because you're going to have to check in to play those games. Yep. Um, There's also the whole thing about the the, the cloud saves not potentially... uh, If your Nintendo account lapses, those cloud saves could disappear. It's um, gone. Like Sony gives you six months, which is good, and Xbox, honestly, cloud saving is just a part of using the damn system, which yeah. is completely fair. Uh, I just and they had the gall to tease special offers as a thing, and I just yeah that yeah it was bullshit, is what it was. It's not good. Uh, definitely the low light of the presentation, considering everything else was very very good. Um, and and what makes it worse, Joel, is this has been delayed. This is the delayed version of it online. Yeah. How bad is that? Like, yeah. Oh, why uh, did they delay? Anyway, 
at this point, they should have just put this out at launch, and at least people would have been like, oh, well, I mean, at least, you know, it's early days of the Switch, it's fine, it's a bit rough, but it'll get better. Instead, it's like, coming a year and a half late is cheap, looks cheap, sounds cheap, and I'm still, my biggest, the biggest thing for me is, how is Smash going to play online? Because that series has never been an enjoyable experience online for me. And I just, I can't stop worrying that it's going to be the same story here. Granted, I'm going to pay because it sounds like this is how we're going to get all our retro games anyway through their their Netflix-like Nintendo Entertainment System service. Which, look, to be honest, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the the NES stuff. And they did show off a few more games that are coming in a few months to the service that I was like, okay, all right, that that looks like fun. That'd be fun to play. Like River City Ransom, that's a game I've heard about a lot, and I really want to check out. It's like a like a beat 'em up RPG almost. Um, and I, I definitely want to check it out. I've heard very very good things about River City Ransom, and um, yeah, for the fact that it's going to come to that service, I'm like, all right, I'll check that out. Why not? But uh, yeah, this whole service is not looking. You're, you're right. It, it it is cheap in price and cheap in what it's offering so and yeah like i said on last week's podcast that it would be in a direct it wouldn't really answer any questions and people would be un- be unhappy and i have seen i've seen people defending it personally i don't know like maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong to be mad about it but the service i pay sony for whilst is more expensive is also just more robust and <sighs> Nintendo, I know that you've never really given a shit about online. I get that. Yeah. You know, but we use online was pretty minimal. Uh, but if you're going to be charging money, then you've got to sort of bring your best to the table. Even if it's a, it's a reduced cost, fine, whatever. But I'm only going to be signing up for this because I know I'm going to need it for Smash. That's sort of how they've got me. Yeah, and I think that's... yeah. We'll see how this evolves, if they learn anything from it, maybe, and, and like, if they get enough feedback from when it's actually out. Because it's hard for them, I guess, to take feedback from people, even if it's feedback from, from people who are like, you know this is not going to work, probably. No um, one wants to chat using your stupid mobile phone app. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it, even if it, that's that, that aside, if the, it's out there, then they've got no excuse. They've got no leg to stand on. They're like, Maybe we should look at something, but I don't know. Oh, Who Joel, knows? but you forget Nintendo is best at keeping their head in the sand with this stuff. They don't, yeah. they're not going to really be, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. Eh. But you can get like NES Joy Con controllers that aren't. You can, you can, you can get a chance to buy them. Uh, sorry, what? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's a chance. Hang on, I have to, I have to find. No, I'm pretty sure they're up for pre-order. Like I saw them up for pre-order somewhere. I mean, you can only get them when you've got your Nintendo Switch Online subscription. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yes. then I've misread all of this. Then I'm pretty. I, I'm almost certain. I'm going to have to look this up now because I remember okay. I was seeing people talking about it online, and it was just like, "Well, we know how this is going to go. They're going to get bought up and slapped on eBay." Oh well, if that's the case, then that sucks. But because I was like, "That's kind of that's kind of neat. Looks kind of cool." But yeah, and they sit on the side yeah, of the. I- the switch and charge and you they can look goofy yeah. as fuck on the side of the switch <laughs> they do they look it it kind of looks it looks uh, it reminds me though of of like the the famicon because that's what the famicon was it had the controllers that sat on the side of the 
um, the console. They actually like slotted in the side of the console. I'm fairly certain. So I'm like, yeah, they're kind of almost paying homage to that, which is kind of cool. So here you go. Um, pre-orders go live on September 18th in the US, so probably September 19th for us, mm. and they will be open to Nintendo Switch Online service subscribers. Okay. All right. Well. And knowing Nintendo, they'll probably make like five of them. Yeah. Yeah. With all the big deal they made about them. Anyway, let's get back yep. to some fun things. I know that a lot of people are, aren't uh, a little bit cooler now on uh, on the let's go pick uh, let's go Pokemon games, but oh, I'm yeah. still I'm still kind of interested. Um, I'm still excited to play them. Um, but yeah, they sort of went through and showed off a whole bunch of new things about um, that basically like HM uh, like HMs are are not really a thing in this. They're sort of like special moves that get taught to your um, like selected Pokemon, whether it be P- Pikachu or Eevee. I mean, they weren't a thing in Sun and Moon either, were they? No, I don't think so. I think they were. Yeah, there was. I think they might have been. There were techniques s- that you learned. Yeah, yeah, which is very s- similar to actually. I think it's yeah, the secret techniques they, they mentioned. So, um, and you got like you got like the items like you would call Charizard for fly, and you had like set Pokemon for each ability. Yeah, yeah, which is which is cool. Um, so not too upset about that. Um, no, absolutely. So HMs have been the biggest problem with Pokemon games yeah. for a while for me. There's nothing absolutely. worse than going, okay, I'm going between towns. Better pick my uh, my HM, like carrying Pokemon out of my PC, who only know stuff like cut, strength, and all that sort of stuff. Because yep. I mean, occupy a slot on your team because you need them there for arbitrary reasons. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad they ditched that idea. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, but also those, uh, select Pokemon that you have, like, whether it be your Pikachu or your Eevee, they'll learn, uh, exclusive moves, uh, which are to be used in battle. Uh, you can also change their hairstyle by, if you're playing in handheld mode, um, patting them in a specific way. And I'm like, okay, cool. Neat, I guess. Like, it's not the Pokemon game I have any interest in, but it's neat that it'll be there. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna, I'm probably gonna play it and I'll have fun with it. Might even get that stupid Pokeball. I don't know. Who knows? Oh. I just like the idea of being able to just like sit That's down fine. with it. And, it's, yeah. it's okay. I'll, I, I will judge you, but I respect your decision. And I've I've heard from people who've played with it uh, that are like, it actually feels really good to play with. And I'm like, cool. Um, but Game Freak, who, uh, you know, the uh, OG Pokemon, like, company, I guess. Like... You know, the developer, the developers behind it, uh, they showed off their new uh, uh, RPG, which is not Pokemon related whatsoever, which has just got the title of Town at the moment. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks kind of cool. Looks like a pretty basic RPG. Um, It mentions that it takes place entirely in that town. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, And you got to like protect it from monsters and, and things like that. Yeah. There's some sort of like gem gimmick in the in the combat system that I guess sort of mix up the turn-based stuff but for me Joel the big takeaway is like looking at this game mm-hmm. knowing it's from Game Freak like is this is this what we can expect from next year's Pokemon I would be very surprised if it wasn't to be honest we yeah. saw something very similar so I to assume that. this is a I assume this is just a small little splinter team while the main team's been doing all the big the big boy stuff and I'm curious to see if this is the sort of visual style we'll see carry over 
Uh, I wouldn't mind it because it actually looked quite nice. Yeah, it's it not did. exactly what I want from a Pokemon game, but it is closer. But if you adapted that to a Pokemon game and and sort of put the Pokemon shine on it, I think that'd be fine. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's it's, like I said, it's closer to what I want. Um. All right. So we have got a few more. Just like blitz. Oh, actually, no. There's one. I kind of want a couple. I want to deep dive on. But um, City Skyline got shadow dropped. Whatever. That's fine. I'm not excited. Wait, it looked rough though, didn't it? Looked super rough. That's. I mean, if I was excited for it, and I did see that, I'd be like, I probably would be less excited for it. Um, I mean, for sure. The compromise is it's running on a handheld, I guess. But yeah, the trailer it didn't look great. I'm fairly certain Cities is running on mobiles, though. I just have this feeling that it is. But um, anyway, is it that version though? Maybe. Is it Skylines? I'm not sure. Maybe not. I don't know. Um. Then we got to see some more from uh, Damon X Machina, and I'm fucking fuck yeah, Joel. I'm in on this game. Fucking excited for this game. It looks so I'm cool. So ready. Like they basically sort of reiterated what they'd already showed about and mentioned about in uh, one of the earlier directs from from earlier on. I think it was the the E3 one, wasn't it? it was, yeah, it was E3 when this was revealed. Actually, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, with it all, it's uh like anime cockrock goodness. Um, like I'm, I'm here yeah. for this hey, game. Hey, look, if if Konami is not going to give us a new zone of Enders, like, at least this game exists. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's cool that you can, like, fucking take off, like, in battle you can take off, like, targets. I'm assuming, like, target-specific parts of body parts and um, of other mechs and, like, take them to, like, use as new weapons. It reminded me a little bit of the Surge. That was kind of the gimmick of the Surge. Um, it was, like, targeting specific parts to try and upgrade uh, and build new, like, craft new weapons uh, that were based around those, like, body parts which is cool um there's like out of out of like mech stuff as well where you can like sneak around the battlefield um fucking yeah and apparently yeah it's four player online co-op how yeah so there'll be um online co-op to take on like big bosses by the looks of it which is interesting it's like raid bosses maybe hopefully they're not too spongy that's always my big problem yeah. when these sort of games so hey we've got co-op i'm like yeah but is the boss just going to have like a million HP? Is that is that why it's co-op? And usually that's not what I want. But yeah, this game though, I'm in on it. I'm so in on uh, it. Yeah, I'm look. I like the art style of it all. It's it's a fucking mech game. It's a fucking mech it's game. A mech game. Dub dump down. We deserve mech. more mech games. We do. Why is no one making mech games anymore? Come on. I don't know. I mean, there's a few out there. Like, it's just they're not on the platforms I own, or they don't interest me. Sadly. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. I want, like, just fucking action mech games like this where it's just, like, I'm fucking zipping around through the air and I'm, like, hacking stuff off enemies and... Yeah, you want anime mech games. I fucking want anime mech games. Let's do it. I should. I need to watch more mecha. That's what I need to watch. More Gundam. You do. I need to watch more Gundam. Um, do... Oh, Joel. <laughs> you haven't finished Code Geass yet, and that is one of Co- my yeah, favorite mech it's, animes. It's real good. What I've also got Gurren Lagan to go through. That's that's it's on the cards. mecha. Mm. Attack on Titans and Organic Mecha. You got that. Of course, there's Evangelion as well. True. Yeah, yeah. I've got to see. I've got to gear myself up for Evangelion because I've watched bits and pieces of it and I really like it. And I sort of know bits like what happens. But I, I when I when I start watching shows that are already out, I want to like binge them, and I definitely don't want to binge that. No, no, no. And and my to be fair, if you're going to Evangelion for the the Mecha side of things, well, yeah, no, I'm just, not. That's... Just prepare yourself. <laughs> yeah. Mm, no. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> uh, we also saw uh, some new stuff from Yoshi's Crafted World. 
Um, hey, look, that name that popped up on their website last week was the name. What yeah, a surprise. What a, surprise. <laughs> what a twist. Um, it looks adorable. I'm probably not going to get it, but it looks adorable. No. Um, like, I, like, there is a market for this type of game out there, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it exists, and it does look very cute, but it's not enough for me to make me go, yeah, okay. Um, the thing about this game is, like, so it, they confirmed it's coming spring 2019, which I guess will be our autumn. So it'll probably take the Kirby slot, which was like March this year. So probably March next year. Yep. This game, it's been in development for so long and I feel mean for being mean about it, but I just don't see how it's taken this long. I don't know. Is that is yeah. that mean to say? Like, I don't think about that mean. trailer was super interesting or you don't got mean me excited. It. Even- yeah. You don't mean it in a, like a malicious kind of way. And like I said, I think no, no, there no, no, is no. there is a market for this type of game out there. I think there are a lot of people that would see this and go, yeah, this is the type of game that I want to play. It's com- very low risk, very like low stakes, and just a jolly time. Uh, I mean, look at fucking Kirby, the latest Kirby game. It sold really yeah, well. that's true. So, it, I mean, it sold really well because Switch, Switch, Switch fans are hungry for games. They want to buy games. They want games. Well, well uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's good. It's a, it's a, as a mainline entry in, in the Yoshi series, I think that'll be enough to, to get people in the door. So guess we'll see. Guess we'll find out then. Uh, in a shocking plot twist that surprised no one. And I'm sad that it went down the way that it did because this would have been a fucking bonkers announcement. This would have um, been huge if that press release hadn't have come out and gone, yeah, it's happening. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Wow. Absolutely. Oh, I'm actually, it's not in this article, but I'm going to bring it up because I'm excited about it. Um, Asmodee Digital are bringing a whole bunch of uh, digital versions of board games to the to the Switch, which is really awesome. Things like uh, Pandemic and uh, Lord of the Rings Living Card Game. And Ugh. yeah, look, okay. Uh, yeah, that was the one that didn't excite me that much. But Pandemic. Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings deserves so much better. And it I, doesn't get the respect it deserves. But fucking Pandemic is an awesome game. And Carcassonne, I've not played a lot of. Um, I would like to learn to play with Carcassonne and play a bit more of it. So maybe this will be a good opportunity to do so. Um, but Pandemic on the Switch would be a great idea. And they also announced that fucking Settlers of Catan, or it's not called Settlers of Catan anymore, it's just called Catan. But Catan is coming to the Switch. And I fucking love Catan. It's like Monopoly, except not shit. And doesn't go for 8,000 hours. And it's so much better. And it's like organic trading. And oh man, it's just, it's such a good game. If, yeah, it's it, it's easy to pick up, but it, it's always different. You can always customize how you play as well. There's all these different expansion packs for it. Um, I, I've got my copy of Catan over there on, on the shelf. I, I bought it from Supernova of all places, I remember. Um, and we had quite a few nights uh, with friends playing Katan and yeah, I I am excited that is on the cards to come to the, the Switch because I'll buy the shit out of that. Um, but yeah, carry on with your regular scheduled programming now, I guess. Um, Civ Six is looking really good. Yeah, they showed like ten seconds of gameplay maybe, but as a day one purchase for me. Yep, I'm probably gonna pick it up. I know my wife's definitely gonna get it because she fucking loves Civ. Um, but yeah, it's I mean, you know. If you know what Civ is, you're probably going to get it, to be honest. Like, really? that's If you have a Switch and you know what Civilization is, you're probably yeah. going to pick it up. It's 
It's probably um, a lock. Mm. Yeah. Then we actually got a, a pretty brief look at Starlink again. Uh, nothing super exciting shown except for the fact that Wolf O'Donnell will appear in some form, which was exciting because yeah. Wolf is great. <laughs> that was really fucking cool. Um, uh, him chewing on a fucking Joel. space alien leg or something. Yeah. Then we got the Final Fantasy block. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Did, now, did we ever. Square has been slow to get on the Switch bandwagon, and a lot of people have been wondering when we get our first Final Fantasy game on Switch. <laughs> and I guess Square was just like, screw it. Here's all the ones you are getting. And I'll, re- I'll read off the list. So, yep. first of all, there's uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered, which was the game that caught my attention from the TGS thing that Sony threw last week because it popped up there. And I was just like, okay, that's a GameCube game. Interesting that it's coming to, you know, PlayStation Remastered. It's got to come to Switch, right? Lo and behold, it is. Yep. Makes uh, sense too for the with... type of game. Like, it is. Yeah, exactly. Along with it, they will be doing Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition HD. Which is out okay, now. I guess. It's out, out now. now. Mm. Came out to other platforms last week, and that's why everyone's sort of like, well, the Switch 1 will shadow drop when the Direct happens, I guess. Yep. Uh, cool. I guess uh, the price is oh it's steep. It may it may still be discounted, but if you're curious about that game, get it discounted because the full price is like forty five bucks. How much and is it point, discounted? Like maybe twenty six or something. Mm, okay. Yeah. Like and at that point, when the price goes back to forty five, just splurge and get the proper Final Fantasy fifteen. Like just do that. Because <laughs> okay, I don't imagine paying $45 of this is going to be an enjoyable way to take that game story. Okay. That's just me though. Fair uh, enough. Personally. Fair enough. Yeah. It doesn't, that's 45, 45 bucks. You, so you, you're, forget, you're forgetting that Japan will fucking go nuts for this. It's, uh, it's chibi. It's chibi final fantasy 15. Like it, that's, they'll go, they'll go I mean, fucking hey, bananas for it. They already have. If square can make 45 bucks, off of that for, per person, then I guess good on them because I look at it and go, I'm not paying 45 bucks for that. Not yeah. happening. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Then they have had a World of Final Fantasy Maxima, which is a, a, a new version of World of Final Fantasy. A couple of extra characters seem to be showing up. I never played the first one, so I'm not sure how big a deal that is. You could change, it's got like uh, an avatar swap thing where you can change yourself to look like any of like the, the heroes from different Final Fantasy games, which is cool. Does that include like the full scale models or just the little chibi models just the chibi models okay yeah fine i guess <laughs> well that's the uh, whole game isn't it it's all chibi shit isn't it well the 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 the, the, prote- the main characters can shift between chibi and like oh okay forms. well they didn't show that off maybe 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 okay uh then there's a new chocobo mystery dungeon game coming out i have never played those so don't know if i care are they kind of like the pokemon mystery dungeon Potentially, yeah. it could be. I love that it's called Pokemon. Uh, it's called um, Chocobo Mystery Dungeon. Everybody, like yeah, B U D D Y. That's, that's cute. That's cute. Then we get to the important part. Okay, in okay. my opinion, which yeah, apparently the got, but... the announcer of the direct thought it was very important as well because he got very serious. Fuck yeah, <laughs> he so got very the, serious on your Switch and also Xbox One, as well as all, all of these are already on PS4. You will be able to play. Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy IX, and Final Fantasy X and X-2 
HD on your Switch. That's incredible. I will buy all of those games again. Immediately. The second they drop. Sign me up. Uh, yeah, sure. Like, yep. <laughs> Good. Uh, p- people, people are noting the absence of Final Fantasy VIII and Final Fantasy XIII, both of which have anniversaries coming up next year, I'm pretty sure. So Square will do a song and dance for them next year, probably. Yep, Square going to milk those old those old franchises out while they they're working on everything else, I guess. Get out. If it works, it works, and I'll I'll buy Final Fantasy VII for like a. It's it's reaching it's nearly probably a double digits at this point, but I that don't care. That doesn't surprise me. Um, and then we finally got to the the pointy end of the um of the direct, uh, where they showed off the the new Super Smash Brothers Nintendo Switch, um. <laughs> Which I like the dock. The controller looks awful. Um, the controller is so stupid. The controller um, looks so dumb. I, I love the dock though. I really like the dock. The, the dock is fine, I guess. I I was watching the allies afterwards, and they're just like, it's so funny that they that they think they're doing they're making a good controller when they're like, yeah, we put a line here and a line there. Yeah. What do you think? Hey, it's like what? <laughs> it's still a better effort than fucking Sony does with collector's edition I'm not controllers. Convinced. I'm sorry, it still looks better than the fucking awful Destiny 2 one that looked like it had fucking stickers or like like shit stickers uh, over it. At least this one looks up, like... if you're thinking of... Oh, God. Yes, Joel, go on. No, what are you going to say? It, like, at least this one looks like someone's just spilt a bit of paint on their controller. That's fine. Oh, God, it looks... It's so lazy. Yeah. Uh, heads up, don't buy this bundle if you're getting Smash. It's cheaper to just get a Switch and then pick up an Amazon copy of Smash. Just do it that way. Don't don't get this. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't. Yeah. Uh, it, the, if, if you want to taunt yourself, you can get this and have your, your Switch all nice and smashified and stare at your download code longingly and go, man, in a month I'll be able to play Smash. If you yep. want. <laughs> yep. Such a weird... Anyway. But, uh, yeah, because uh-huh. that comes out November 2nd, like a full month before the game comes out. So the, the Let's Go Pokemon ones are the same, isn't it? It comes out the console comes out before it, or does it come out with it? Um, I think it comes out before... You know why, though? Because they're, they're getting these bundles out ahead of Black Friday. True. Yep. No. Nope. So, I, I, I get why they're doing it. I do, but it's just... It seems, it's just sort of funny to me, but, like, for Smash, at least, you'll have a full month of going, I've got a download code for Smash. I can't use it for a month, but it's there. Look at me. Look how cool I am. The thing um, I'm curious about, does this mean that it'll fit on the Switch like Smash will? How big is that game going to be? That's what, Because that's still one of my biggest questions mm. in that game. Yeah, I mean, I've got a... Now I've got two things. I've got my fucking new Android phone, so I want to get an SD card for that as well. So I've got to, I'm just going to bite the bullet and buy a couple of SD cards, I think. It's good. Get I, mean, I, I just I do want one for my Switch just in general. It's going to need one. But I remember I had to get an SD card when I got smashed digitally on 3DS, so... I'm preparing myself for that reality once again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to buy a cart copy of it, but that's just me. Um, but speaking of Smash, uh, the Nintendo Direct ended with a very, very adorable presentation of... Uh, uh, with a uh, Class A troll from Sakurai. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, good old Isabel from the Animal Crossing games going about her, her daily duties uh, as the assistant to the mayor. Um, and yeah, basically the, uh, I think it's Pete, the Pelican postman arrives with, uh, 
her invitation to Smash. So she's going to be a playable character in Smash. Um, and we're not really sure if she's going to be like an Echo Fighter or not, because a lot of people were saying that she Actually, would be. I'm pretty sure she's not. I don't think we jump across. Yeah, I feel I like she's she got a different her own moveset. number. Yeah, and I think it looked. She I'll looked like she had her own move set. To be honest, like, but um, she has some. She she has some moves that she are similar to villagers, but I think she has her own number. I'll check the blog. Okay. Yeah, um, she has her own number. She's number sixty-eight. Cool. So she is her not an Echo Fighter technically, but she definitely looks like she shares some moves. I mean that that makes it makes sense. Like having you know more Animal Crossing representation in there, but. It also makes a lot of sense because not only because we were warned to stay to the end, uh, keep watching after what we thought was the end. So the Isabel stuff wrapped up and it was like exciting Smash Brothers. Yay. Uh, then we cut to Tom Nook. And might I say, I, I fucking lost my shit immediately because I'm like, he looks way too good. He looks way too good at the moment uh, for this to be like a remake or anything. Uh, Tom Nook sitting at his desk, watching the Isabel trailer of uh, of her being in Smash, and it finally finishes, and he tries to turn the light on, the light doesn't go on properly, so <laughs> implied that he hasn't been able to pay his power bill very much, I don't think, or he's just feeling a little bit lonely, uh, and he basically goes on to say, well, I think it's time for us to get back to work, uh, and then we just got Animal Crossing 2019, and fucking yes... I'm so fucking excited. Gonna play so much Animal Crossing on my Switch. So excited for this. I know nothing about it, but I, I know I'm gonna buy it. That's a day one purchase for me. Easily. Do I say, uh, Animal Crossing fans, welcome to the wait. You yep. wanted to see your game's logo, and they showed it to you. Yep. And now you can enjoy waiting like I had been for Metroid. In, on that same page, though, like, yeah. it's... More understandable for this because Metroid Prime 4 could be anything, but I know exactly what Animal Crossing is going to look like. So it's, I get it. I get why I didn't need to show this game off. It's sort of like, it's coming 2019, it's Animal Crossing, you know what to sort of expect. So it's, it was less egregious this time, I feel. But for Metroid, yep. it was like, look, I'm excited about the logo. It's been over a year now. Would like to see a picture, some concept art, anything at this point. But yeah. Fuck, I'm, I just, oh. Oh, so excited. Confirmation is good. Hopefully this is the Animal Crossing that actually grabs me. That's my hope. Look, I, 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 like, I get it. I do get it why people, I, I, like, it's not for everyone, I guess. But um, I, I found myself, especially New Leaf, the 3DS one, I felt had enough variety and enough, like, activity and stuff that made me want to keep playing it. I just enjoyed it was relaxing and, and fun to just kick back and like work towards building something new for my house or, or, you know, crafting something else to sell at the store or going around and collecting seashells and, and things. I just, it was just jolly and a good time. And they added like little mini games in there as well, like catching bugs and fishing. And it was, there was, it was a really great package that I played for like probably two or three months solid and then put, put down for like a year or two. And then went back to again, um, like two of the a couple of years later, and just I, I'm excited just to chill on the couch playing Animal Crossing, and oh boy, very excited for that one. Um, that definitely got me got me going. That that put me in a good mood for the rest of the day. I uh, 
Friday was a good day. It was a really good day. Um, so what would, what would you give this director? What would you give it? Um, okay. I'm going to give it a, well, I mean the animal crossing thing alone. Like I think I just, and Katamari, like really cool things that I was very excited for, like weird things that I didn't expect. Um, I'd say it's a solid eight for me. Cool. Yep. What about you, Karen? Five. It's a five. Five? Middle, middle of a line for me. Oof. Yeah, it's a five. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. It didn't get me excited, but I take a lot of points off of that piss poor Nintendo Switch Online stuff. And I just, oh, that Switch Online stuff makes me so mad. Yeah, it, look. It does take an unfortunate hit as well because that Civ thing leaked. I'm, yeah. Well, not true. leaked really because it got posted by the official like yeah. site. So. It got leaked by themselves, that, yeah. Yeah, that took some points off it as well. I mean, it wasn't a bad direct. It's just, see, I it look. Wasn't... I, I'm sad that I've given it such a high score because I know why they put that Animal Crossing thing there at the end because they knew that their fucking they obviously knew that their online shit was not going to fly. So they're like, "Fuck it, run it, Animal Crossing, go, go." That'll distract them exactly, and that's that. It'll distract them, and it fucking and works. On Animal me. Crossing will will need Switch Online to be played online. So it does go hand in hand. Yeah. I'm fucking going to play so much Animal Crossing. I'm so excited. <laughs> so Nintendo, excited. I just want to see something from Metroid, you fucking assholes. Just something. Yeah. Game Awards, man. It's going to be Game Awards. Sure. I, I'm having a hard time believing that now. No, I, it's going to be Game Awards. I'm also, I'm also ready for Fire Emblem to get delayed because it didn't show up anywhere here. And... It's it had it had a loose window at best at E three and they showed barely any of it, so I'm ready for that to slip as well. No, I think I think Metroid at Game Awards, that's I think that's a perfect place for it, to be honest. It it'd be great, but I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, after the Bayonetta thing last year and, and Reggie being all coy, I think Game Awards is probably where we'll see that. That's I'm gonna start drafting Honestly, my tweets now. I don't even know that if that game's a 2019 game. I just don't. Yeah. I think it's 2020. And if it's 2020, then I don't think it's a Game Awards. Hmm. Yeah. That's a whole different discussion. That's a whole different topic, though. That really but, uh, is, yeah. I just want to see something Nintendo, you know? It's not much to ask. One day. You've given us a logo. That was like a year and a half ago now. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, Kai. I'm just excited about Animal Crossing. <laughs> it's fine. Like... Like I said, like initially I was I was gonna be ready to go and go oh, look at this, just a logo and like some footage of Tom Nuke at his desk, but then I again I I know exactly what this new Animal Crossing will look like, so they can get away with it there, so it's not a big deal. But what if it isn't Kyron? What if it's like a what if it's like a three D world Joel, one? Animal Crossing will it will look like Animal Crossing. And it's fine, there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, that's yeah. why they were able to get away with it a bit easier, I think. But the Metroid one was a bit shiftier because it was literally like Hey, this game is Metroid Prime 4, but it could be anything. Yeah. It's a So it's that's a, why I'm a bit I'm a bit antsier about that one. Animal a, Crossing is fine. It's gonna be a visual novel. It could be. Who bloody knows? Like <laughs> Um, but yes, it, that was it's it's not even by retro, so the prime part is sort of like, is this just to get people excited? Is it is it gonna be a prime game? Who bloody knows? Maybe it's like Metro Prime 8? primate and it's it's about it's about monkeys i don't know i've yeah 
I tried to switch out a window. I tried to, I tried to try to bring something there, but I didn't, but um, yeah, that was the Nintendo direct. Um, and yeah, that was sort of our, our big old rundown of it. So fun times. Okay. We're almost at the end of another episode, but I think it's time for us to head into the bonus round. Bonus round. Our bonus round is the uh, question and answer segment of the show where uh, you, the listener, get to write into us via uh, any of our various social media or contact forms and, and email addresses and uh, ask us whatever you'd like to uh, ask us and talk about on the show. Uh, we've got a couple of questions this week. Uh, starting off with our very, very good friend, Mr. Broderick Gordes. Um Fresh back now for a couple of weeks after his uh, lovely holiday in Vietnam. Um Back at it uh, with his podcast over at Hunting Seasons with his co-host Damask. Um, if you like watching TV shows and hearing people talk about them, uh, Hunting Seasons is the podcast for you. Definitely go check them out. Um, they're in the moment. They're smashing through a whole bunch of BoJack Horseman. That must be great rough, because by the way. Yeah, yeah. Like binging that show. I mean, I already do binge it because it comes. It's a Netflix show, so it comes out all in one go. But I've been pacing myself with this new season, so. That's been pretty good. Um, good in a way. Uh, it's <laughs> question oof. mark. Oof. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, if you want to hear them uh, and their thoughts on the show, definitely go check them out. It's really, really great, and uh, I, I'm a big, big fan and big advocate for their show. So uh, go and show them some love. But Brod asks us this week: What are your favorite sports games? Please exclude driving games, Joel. All right, fair enough. You called my bluff. Fair enough. Uh, I see what you did there. Um, he's got you covered like he knew what you were going to go for yeah he did uh lucky for me i have plenty of other options up my sleeve so um i think here here is the time and the place to bring about everyone's awareness once again to one of the greatest games on the switch golf story um amazing i love it but i know legitimately golf story is one of my favorite sports games just because it's weird because it's it's a sports game in like an adventure package. It's it's a weird hybrid game that I, I really like. Um and yeah, I've spoken about it multiple times before, but uh if you yeah, you should definitely check out Golf Story if that, that seems something like it would tickle your fancy. Um anything anything coming to mind for you, Kyra? Generally I steer clear of sports games. They're not really for me, but in my youth, I spent more than a fair share of nights playing a lot of the uh, that I don't even whatever the name of the AFL game was on the NES. Rented that out heaps right. from my local video store. Uh, fantastic time for I guess the time, and then of course yep. Super International Cricket. I think on the Super Nintendo, another classic, a true classic, absolute classic. Love uh, that one of the one of the very few games I played with my dad. <laughs> nice. Uh, I I remember sitting down and playing Super International Cricket with him, and it was it's a good memory. Um, and also, like, when you'd bowl and you'd hit the pigeons on the field, <laughs> or the seagulls. Good game. Or when you'd bowl, like, a, ba- you'd bowl like a massive bouncer and just, like, knock out the, the batter. And you get that animation of the batter just fucking eating shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Amazing. oh, God. Yeah, that was a fun game. Uh, but, like, apart um, from those two, like, the Mario sports games, like, played my fair share of Mario Tennis on GameCube, uh, yeah. Hey Nintendo, can we get a new uh, Mario? Uh, was it Mario Strikers, the soccer one? Yeah. Can yeah. we get one of those? 
That was a really good game. I never, it just sort of only got one I entry. Very briefly played that, but yeah, I, I yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool game. Um, I I also really like everybody's golf. Um, everybody's I like Mario golf. Is golf. Really, really good. <laughs> Mario golf's cool too, but like everybody's golf is really really cool. Um, I I, I like that a lot, especially the the newest entry on PS4. Um, you can get it pretty cheap at the moment. It's it's definitely worth checking out. Um, I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, what else have I got up my sleeve in terms of sports games that I like? I'm trying it's to do some offbeat ones. Like it's just not really a genre I go into. Yeah, I I remember there was a period of time where I played a lot of FIFA. I actually got really into FIFA. I mean, don't get me and wrong. I also got yeah. I was gonna say, like, if if we could get if we could get a well made AFL game, I'd probably consider picking it up. But the AFL Evolution games or whatever they are that have been coming out recently look incredibly rough around the edges. Oh, there's another one coming out. There sure is, and I, I bet it's yep. incredibly rough around the edges. <laughs> yep, you're probably not wrong there. Um, no, I like there was a, yeah a period of time where I got into a, a bit of FIFA, and there was I remember playing a lot i had a copy of it on the ds and for some reason i just played that i played that fucking thing to death i just play before i go to bed every night play like two or three hours of fifa just in bed i I, there's something about it it was fun and i just enjoyed it can Um, we count rocket league (laughs) yeah actually you know what car soccer is my favorite sports game it's yeah, car soccer is fucking awesome. I know she said no racing games. It's not a race though, so no, it's, Rocket League. Yeah, car soccer. Rocket League's really really cool. Man, that is a fun game. It really is. Um, yeah, like, I mean, if you want to get technical, we could say Smash because it's an esport. But you know, I mean, if we get to Overwatch, Overwatch, we got. Uh, oh, I play a lot of Dragon Ball Fighters and. <laughs> That's a sports game, I guess. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> seriously, though, can, can we, can we get for. like a, a, a decent budget AFL game? That's all I ask. Let's just make it happen. It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen, but like, I I just sometimes get envious. I, I, I don't even follow AFL Actually, that closely, but I would I would totally back a game based on that sport that had decent budget, but just we're like, never going to get it. <laughs> but, uh... Th- 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 it's actually not that far out of the realm of possibility. I mean, the AFL's getting into sort of having esports teams. It's true. It's true. And things like you that. are making a good point. So maybe, maybe the AFL. It's time for the AFL to sort of shell out some coin for to back a um, decent development movie. Get, to... get in the old uh, the EA Sports Library. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Um. Yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I really liked. The some of the sports mini games sports in GTA Five are surprisingly well put together. Yeah, yeah, and like looking back, like look, like if you to hold them up now, it's not not great. But at the time, they were a lot of fun. Like, I mean, Wii Sports was fun. It was a, it was a great way to showcase the Wii. Wii Sports changed the game quite literally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like being able to play golf and do that the swinging motion with that and. uh um, and finding out that the best way to just to cheap wee bowling was brilliant. Oh yeah, yeah. And everyone had a different technique that worked for them. 
everyone had like their own like their own their own cheat techniques which was great um that was fun but uh but yeah uh now we both know why Brod's asked this question he is he is in the middle of of footy's finals um sweating bullets for his beloved Richmond Tigers so uh I guess we'll all the best to them I don't think That's... my team my team got KO'd this week so I'm out yeah yeah, uh, my team got fucking embarrassed like uh, like two weeks ago. So that's that's fine. Apparently, they just got fucking absolutely annihilated. And uh, yeah, so that's that's good. Good time, go catters. Um, go so I'm going. Cats. I guess I'm going for the other cats now, the the big cats. Um, I'm I'm kind of hoping though. It's uh just just for you know. I, like you know, good vibes sake. I'm hoping it's like a, a Richmond Melbourne final. Richmond v like yeah, the Tigers versus the Demons. I reckon that'd be it. That'd be that'd be something special about that having like a all Melbourne teams final. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, are the Gold Coast guys in there still? Is it Gold Coast or Greater Western Sydney? One of the two new teams is in there, which I think is pretty impressive. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's um, my AFL knowledge is now tapped though. Like I'm out. But yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, all, all the best to your team, Brod. Yeah, yeah. All the best to your team, Brod. Um, we, we'll, we'll see you on the other side. Let's put it that way. <laughs> they got this. Um, but also, thank you very much for your question. It was a lot of fun to sort of bring up that memory of the Super International Cricket. That was, that was a good vibe. It's a good feeling. Um, our final question this week comes from Mr. Benjamin Clark, our very, very good friend. Uh, my very, very wonderful DM for my uh, Dungeons and Dragons game uh, and just lovely person. And uh, Ben asks us this week, oh no, the Australian political theatre has caused both parties and all subsections to implode. Well, that's just true. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> that's just a true statement. Uh, yeah, well. Thankfully, you can pull together a team of, uh, you can pull together a team of people from various video games Explain your reasoning to fill the following positions. Uh, we've got Prime Minister, Treasurer, Defence Minister, Minister of Industry and Science, Minister for Trade, and the Minister for Health. Okay. All right. Um, where do you want to start with this one? Uh, who, do, who do you think it make, would make a good Prime Minister for Australia? That's... They could lead this country from the world of video games. I'm trying to think of like fucking good... anyone at this stage. Anyway, <laughs> anyone was not uh, Scott Morrison. Just, just, yeah, just no, just anyone. Anyone? Yeah, just true. Any, like, there's any, not anything. Anyway, just uh, that's gosh. fair. We don't have we don't let's, have much in the way of good options at the moment. <laughs> let's yeah, we really don't. Um. Hmm. No, who would be a good leader? I'm trying to think us. of good good leaders from like video games I've played, and yeah, and I, I I think it's important to distinguish between like main characters as opposed to good leaders. Like they're, they're they are different things. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. Oh boy, I've got a submission for the defense minister. Okay, what do you got? Just this is off the top of my head, just a wild card entry. Let's just get let's just get the Doomslayer. 
He's just, no one will fuck with us then. We'll just send him in. He'll do it himself. He's just, we'll just send him in. Send him to the Doomslayer. He'll take care of everything for us. It's all right. But he also might not listen to us. Yeah, that's that's a problem. It is a problem, but it's also not much different. So, <laughs> why, why not? If we're going to see Doomslayer kicking ass, I'd be like, all right, cool, he's got my vote. He just fucking punched the, the, the giant eyeball through a cacodemon. That's fucking rad. Right. <laughs> Thumbs up. And so, and, and it's definitely number one in the box. There we go. Paint a, paint a different image for Australia's defense. <laughs> Jesus like Christ. I said, no one, no one would fuck with us. <laughs> like, we sent that guy in, no one will fuck with us. Um, <laughs> that's, that's all that came off the top of my head then. Um... Still stuck on this prime minister thing, though. When I think of, when I think of good leaders in games. Honestly, I don't come up with much. But, hmm, <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm really stumped on this one. Let's, um, I don't know. I've really got nothing. Have you got any suggest- suggestions for any of the other? The other positions we need to fill. Industry and science. Can we have Peter Parker for industry and science? <laughs> I mean, he is technically, he's technically a video game character. Yeah. Like, you know, he doesn't originate in video games, though. For industry uh, but, and science, let's get... um, Let's get... Uh, shit, what's his name? Hang on, just a quick Google to make sure I get this right. Yeah, let's get... Uh, Morden um Morden from Mass Effect. He can be our industry of oh, science. Yeah, actually good good call. Morden yeah, Solis, really good call. Get him in there. <laughs> He's got this. Actually, while we're on that while we're on that trip, why don't we just have like Shepard? Is I that mean, Prime Minister? I was considering Fucking... it, but I'm like I'm leaning to so many of these roles just going to Mass Effect characters. <laughs> I did yeah, give it's, it's it's a fairly Fairly easy well to dip into, isn't it? Because then just change old uh, defense over to Rex, get him in there. Yeah. Yep. Known for treasure. Uh, treasure, we should probably... <sighs> have I, treasure. I don't know how I feel about this character as, as a treasurer for us. What about Tom Nuke? <laughs> oh, shit. He'd be good at collecting money, that's for sure. He's bloody good at collecting oh, bills. He fucking... Yeah, he does that. He he he'd do a, he'd probably have a good time minding the budget. <laughs> Fuck, I'd still think he'd be pretty lenient though. Like he's good. He 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 makes he reminds you that you owe him money, but like he's definitely like he cares about the well being of everyone in the town. Yeah, sure, until you finish building your house, he's like, cool. I put a new put a new floor on it. I didn't ask for this. Well, you've got it now. I, yeah, look, there's that. But also, he's just trying to make the town a better place. He's just trying to make in his money. own way, and just make a, make a bit of coin off it. And so fine. yeah, he would probably do a good job as treasurer, making you know that's, looking after that stuff. Yeah, that's not about. I, I like that. Yeah, Tom look for treasurer. Yeah, let's go with that. And I'd still hate him. I'd still hate that little bastard. I I, I love to hate. I, I I love him, but I hate him. I just he's too adorable. He's not Mister Rossetti. Mister Rossetti can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that piece of shit. Um, 
Okay, Minister for Trade. What else have we got there? Minister, Minister for, for Trade. trade. Hmm. Uh, the Merchant from Resident Evil 4. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. What Done. are you selling? <laughs> what are you, what are you, I'll buy it at a higher price. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the bad idea. Not enough cash, stranger. <laughs> I'm doing that at a trade meeting. Oh, Christ. Oh, Trade negotiations. Oh, trade now. negotiations have broken down because not enough cash. <laughs> not enough cash, stranger. Because because our our minister for trade only says six things, <laughs> so he has six canned lines that he can draw from and deals mostly oh. in guns and gun upgrades. Yep, and various yep. trinkets. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh. I like that one. Uh. Minister for Health. Health. Yeah, I'm like trying to think of good. Oh, Mercy. Let's have Mercy. Mm, yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of anyone else that comes to mind. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other good healers. Because, like, I don't know, man. They just keep, like, they just keep nerfing Mercy. <laughs> That's true. You make yeah. her minister for health, you're painting an even bigger target on her back. Jeff Kaplan's just that's... waiting for a reason. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> she tries to get into a new career, and Jeff Kaplan's like, ah, ah, ah. Nerfed you more. Not today. <laughs> now you don't heal at all. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she's probably a good pick for, for, for health. I think it's a good health one. I'm trying to think of other good healers. Um, do we do we fill all the spots? So do we settle on Shepard as our prime minister? I think so. Like I don't really have any other good options. Important, like I'm looking around. I'm like important to thing that. to distinguish. Which, which Shepard? There's only one right answer. Uh, it's Fem Shepherd. It's Fem Shep, I mean, I didn't I play it. I didn't play as her, but it's Fem Shep, Yeah, Fem, Fem Shep Definitely. is Canon Shep. I mean, we've had a redheaded female prime minister before. Why not again? <laughs> it's true. We have. Why not again? The, the, the yeah, precedent like, is set. Exactly. What? <laughs> Let's try it again. And I don't know. My my Shepherd said some pretty convincing things when I when I picked her dialogue. <laughs> like you know, this being her favorite store on the Citadel. Yeah, you that's know, still it's one a, of my favourite lines. Although, although we might have a problem with them with her around reporters, she <laughs> might punch him in the face. True, especially if she's like a, so, a renegade Shep. Like that's, and she probably yeah. will be because fem fem renegade Shep is canon. Is is let's, how it goes. Let's face it; like she's everyone's a little bit renegade in that situation, just a little bit. When you're punching a reporter, when you play, absolutely. When you play that game, it's just like, I've got to do it. And then it happens again. You're like, oh, boy, this is a thing. Gotta um, keep doing it. Keep hitting that reporter. No offense. It yeah, was exactly. fun. It was funny. It was, it was really funny. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess she's our leader. She's like, I, I can't room. really think of anyone else. That seems to be that seems very fitting for us as a country. I was like, you know, I guess that's our leader. I guess, yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> 
We can't have that, nothing else. Anyone else? No? Okay. At this That's point, fine. like, just someone, please. <laughs> Save us. What about, what about Phoenix Wright? Can we have Phoenix Wright as our leader? That'd be entertaining, at least. I'll be honest, man. He's not... He's 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 pretty competent as a lawyer, sometimes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Don't know exactly. how to go in a leadership position. Yeah, like, it's, you know, he does his best. And he has everyone's interests in mind. It's, yeah, true. <laughs> That's, yeah. He's got a good team behind him. <laughs> like, he's got a good, he's got good support. That could work. This is really embarrassing because it shows you how much I know about politics. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is really embarrassing. It's tough to, to like, uh, an all-encompassing role such as Prime Minister, like, to mm. pick, to pick a character from all the video games to fill that spot. And knowing how we view our current few last few prime ministers, it's like, do I want to put someone I like in that position? <laughs> yeah, and I think too, like the 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 having a character like a, a video game character, especially one with like leadership qualities and whatnot, they generally tend to have some sort of like particular character flaw that's sort of integral to their story i guess oh yeah and and this isn't even considering the policies his characters would bring to the table really oh my god yeah jesus i can't even think i still think the best i feel feel the best we've got is um the merchant prime minister for trade he would be terrible but (laughs) be terrible but i'd fucking laugh every time our market our market it would be so bad for us (laughs) Oh, we'd, we would just be, we would literally be wild card when it our comes import, to trade negotiations. Our import and export would change from like stuff we actually need to like random goblets and gems and statues <laughs> with gems slotted of, into lots them. Of, and... I mean, like lots of weird herbs as well, which yeah. says a, a whole, that's a whole other yeah. kettle of fish. Herbs and like first like, aid sprays and like. Uh, yeah. Suit, uh, like suitcase upgrades. <laughs> Briefcases, yeah. So many briefcases. I'm not sure what the market's like for that. Uh, our economy would probably <laughs> suffer and make Tom Nook's job even harder. There'd be more oh. like every house would get like an extra couple of stories to, to sort of make up the deficit. Oh my God. Hey, yeah, maybe, but that, that's budget. the thing. Like, look, it might solve. No, because still people are going to pay for it. I was going to say, <laughs> but he doesn't make, but, but like, he doesn't like, there's no interest rates or anything on his like repayments. They're pretty fair. He does do it out of his own pocket. Like he does do it. Like, hey, I've done this without without your permission. Yes, yeah, so he sustains himself by doing that. It's manageable. Like, <laughs> it's manageable. What he offers. If fucking Tom Nook just turned around and he came up to me he's like, "Hey, I built you a house. You owe me ten thousand dollars." I'll be like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> well, I, I guess yeah. To be fair, because Tom Nook doesn't say, "Hey, you've got this long to pay it off." <laughs> yeah, he's just like, "Yeah, just pay me back." You're like. All right, done. Cheers, I'll cheers to work then. That's actually a. I, this could work out well for us. It wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't. No, we'd have, look. To, we'd have to teach Tom Luke the the conversion from bells to dollars, and I don't know what that's. No, gonna we be, don't. No, or we do, but we tell him that it's like like one bell equals like a cent, <laughs> like ten cents. It's like yeah, conversion rate's really bad here at the moment. Like you know. Yeah, dollars crash, mate. <laughs> what's it? What's it? What's it like compared to the bell? Oh, it's, mate, it's bad. <laughs> oh, not good, not good. 
Um, but I think this is just me wanting to live out my fantasies of living in like the Animal Crossing world and just and like spend a your, sweet house, where spend I've got, days like, just like shaking shit. trees and catching bugs. <laughs> yeah, and then going to the island and listening to that, listening to that awesome so- island, the boat uh, owner's song every time I go to the island. <laughs> I love that song; he's so adorable. Then going, going and checking out KK Slider on the weekends. Yes, KK, the, KK the Slider is the best character in Animal Crossing. There is that is he's, the correct answer. He's our minister for the arts. Yes, he is. That wasn't even there. He absolutely is. <laughs> We're putting that in. That's the thing. He's minister for thing. the arts. Yeah. <laughs> Can't Tom Nook's going to be our treasurer. Christ, we're screwed. We're just boned. <laughs> no, I've got a good feeling about it. I've got a good feeling. I think All it's right. going to work out. Check back a couple of houses down the road, down and the look, line, and look, see how it looks. Look, he's going to have to hire a lot of a lot more builders because, like, Australia is a lot bigger than like a town, a tiny town. I mean, so there's, that's... there's jobs. He's creating jobs, jobs and growth. Exactly. Like, you know, it's it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> do, do we? Is that is that all of them? I think that's. I all think them, I think we filled all the slots. Yeah. Like defense all minister, the slots I'm ben, still not ben convinced Davis, about yeah. Doom Slayer, but I can't really think of a better <laughs> substitute. <laughs> I just honestly like no one will fuck with us. Like no one's gonna no one's gonna mess with us. Look, mate, if our, if if no one's gonna fuck with us because our minister is like a what is Tom Nook? Is he like a uh is he a raccoon or what is he? I think he's a raccoon, yeah. I think so he's a tre- raccoon. Our treasurer will be a raccoon and our merchant our trade minister is like a guy in a trench coat who sells guns and buys <laughs> weird objects and like mm. I wouldn't come near us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause because wildcard bitches, that's us. That is 100% us. This, this political party, this, this would just collapse immediately. <laughs> would it, though? I think it's got probably more of a chance than the current political party. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, look, it's worth a shot because apparently the current political party just collapses every fucking five seconds. Like I said, I'm, I'm not ruling it out. I, at this point, I'm willing to try something different. Exactly. But... Why not? Why not? Oh boy! Anyway, stay tuned for news of uh, of of Australia's future under the oh, the leadership of Tom of Lucas Commander Shepard. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Doomslayer's defense minister. <laughs> what are his policies? Like right. kill demons? <laughs> I think that's an episode, though, Kyron. God damn it! All right. All right, on, on, on that note, on our very poorly put together Australian political theatre full of video game characters, uh, we will wrap up. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate it, especially if you've reached this point. If you would like to keep up with us, you can find us on the social medias, both on Facebook and Twitter, where we are just Dialogue Options. You can reach out to us via email, via contact at dialogueoptions.com. And of course, as always, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, whether it's Podbean or Podchaser or iTunes or Spotify or the Google podcast app, uh, feel free to leave us a review or a share or a thumbs up or whatever it is that that platform offers because it does help a lot. And lastly, our individual accounts. You can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX. And honestly, most recently, I'm just tweeting about Spider-Man 
because uh, Spider-Man is real good, as you have now heard us talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. That's really it. It's just been Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. I posted a picture from Life is Strange, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Nothing nothing too out of the ordinary. But where can they find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Mac. where, spoiler alert, I've been tweeting about Spider-Man. Um, that's, Joel, I am surprised. Yeah, I know, right? In a shocking plot twist. Um, no, Spider-Man and also my excitement that Animal Crossing is... Coming to Switch, confirmed. Um, but yeah, apart from that, that's it. Spider-Man. All right, then. Well, in that case, okay. I'll let our wonderful theme song by you, Joel, take us out. And we will catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Player one. Player two. Prepare yourself. Options podcast.